lost, Mr. Manheim. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. What's up, muties? Welcome to Darkseid's Couch. This is James Klops. Oh, this is Wolver Mike. I'm Shay. Oh. <laughs> Not rehearsed. <laughs> Almost faked our way through it. Yeah. Oh, I got one. I got oh, one. Oh, oh, oh here, right, we go. Right, here we go. Here we go. Oh, I, I thought you guys were going to do yours too. Sorry. That's oh, why there was the oh, awkward oh, silence. All right. All right. I'm not, I'm not going to cut it back together. No, no. You That's just have to just say it. Just say what no, it is. Oh, I was going to say Banche. Hey, oh, that's the best one too. That is the I best know. One. That's why I thought that you'd tee up yours as well. I'm not I gonna just, cut it back to you. That's a lot. I of just work. I just picked Wolverine because I'm sure uh, he pumps out animal pheromones to get girls to fuck him. And that's what you think you do? That's, no, that's what I would like to would to, like to have be, be an ability. That'd be a good mutant power. It, it's funny because Wolverine is in this, but he doesn't get a lot. Like this is slightly before Wolverine Fever, where Wolverine had to be the star of fucking everything. So he's, he's, he's the, in here, but he doesn't do anything. He's the original short king. You know, he was a king. Uh, here's here's another reason in my continuing file on why Wolverine is stupid. So Wolverine has... <gasps> he's, he's, he's stupid. Uh, he's got... How long is his blade? His, his claws are at least eight inches, right? Varies. Very, but I think minimum eight inches. <laughs> like Batman's ears. Yeah, like Batman's ears. It depends on the not artist. That, it, it does depend on the artist, but we've never seen stubby little three-inch Wolverine claws come out. They're always uh, at least like depends. eight inches, I'd it say. It changes. And when changes. they retract, so when they retract, where do they go? They live in his forearms. All the way. So they retract past his wrist. Yes. Because that's the only way. Because otherwise, he couldn't bend his wrist. Was, uh, he would bend his wrist and his claws would burst through his hand. He's got like Sorry. sheaths that Weapon X put in his forearms. That go all, they, so they go all the way up to his forearms. That seems like, like, they're pretty much his, all, his entire forearm is where his blades live. And they come out through his knuckles. Wow. Was that your plot hole that you needed to fill in with cement there, bud? Oh, I, well, I can, give you, I can give you a lot more problems with Wolverine. I always bring up the time uh, in Civil War where he got like a bomb dropped on him, was reduced to bone, and then just regrew. That's not Wolverine's fault. That's a terrible writer's fault. That was Mark Miller's fault, yeah. Yeah, Or possibly Mark Marvel editorial. There you go. Oh, it's dumb. God. Yeah, it's dumb. It doesn't make any sense. Wouldn't he also, even with the, the super healing, wouldn't he still be scarred horribly? Like, just because no. his healing is just faster than humans. It's not, it doesn't, it doesn't reduce the scarring and everything. Maybe he's just made of stem cells. Yeah, he's constantly just re-injecting he's stem, stem cells. cell man. I heard that's why uh, when you have a baby, you keep the placenta because you can you, you like keep the placenta in cold storage. And if the baby gets sick, it, it's basically like super stem cells for the baby. What do you mean? Where do you how do you give it to the baby? I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that they 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 uh, extract some cells from the placenta and they uh, inject them into the baby or the kid. And what uh, if I take the placenta? What if I put a funnel in my butt and just pour the placenta out. into it? Yeah, probably find out. I don't know. I don't know if it, it turns you into the Hulk or if there it makes you, you uh, you know, I don't okay. know what it does to you. Now I mean, talking. it's worth finding out. It's worth the risk, of course. Yeah. Is it? I, I think so. It's, it's, I think yeah, so, Shay. Shay, it's absolutely worth the risk. This is guy stuff. What's the worst that could happen? I shit out the placenta? I mean, I guess you could get, like, poisoned and die, but, you know, again, worth the risk. I'm not going to get poisoned and die. I'm going to have stem oh, okay. cells. <laughs> okay. 
Never mind. It's just going to be that South Park episode. <laughs> yeah. 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 And they're like, uh, what's his name is sucking the, the fetuses. Yeah, and, uh, what's his? Oh, God. What was it? Gene Superman. Hackman. R.I.P. Yeah. He was Superman turned evil and, and Gene Hackman had to stop him. Yeah. yeah poor Reeves. Sense. I feel like going writing today. That was a bad decision. Yeah. But fuck Superman this year. Fuck Superman. Oh, right. 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 Yeah. Fuck, we're saying we're talking, we're talking about that asshole. Yeah, I'm right. already thinking about what books we can do in January, though, when we we welcome him back. And uh, much like uh, going to church, we pretend like we liked him all along. Uh, I got like five queued up that we could pick from that are pretty fucked up. I, I do think that maybe I've been reading some of the 90s books lately, and uh, I do think that maybe we should touch on the uh, electric blue suit Superman era. I think we should fucking stop talking about Superman. Yeah, we're violating yeah. our rule here. Yeah. Planning for a year from now? Uh, it's, it's like eight months now. Jeez. Like time is ticking. Time is ticking is. away. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I don't, yeah, I guess, I guess we can get into what we're talking about today. Cause we had a lot of fucking story in this book. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. There's no we're time doing, for anything but story in this. Yeah. We're doing X-Men, which is weird. Cause like we don't normally do X-Men. It's weird that X-Men doesn't come up more often. Considering no, how silly it is. Yeah. Right. I yeah. love X-Men. You'd think I would want to do it all the time. I, I'm more or less like X-Men. I mean, I don't follow what they've been doing for the past couple decades, but. In the 90s as a kid? Oh, yeah. I got back into it when they started doing the mm-hmm. the Island Nation X-Men stories mm-hmm. uh, that, um, what's his name's been writing? I've been liking those. Well, this isn't technically X-Men. This is actually What If, another yeah, book that you would think book. we would look at more often, but we never Yeah, did. you'd think it'd be nothing but. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pr- pretty much our entire alternate reality about comics that we've crafted over the course of the podcast is basically one long What If. Well, this one, especially since you've brought this up several times that like the X-Men should just be killed like every time they go out and try something. Well, because they're a school for children. And well, none of them are Xavier. children, though. None of the X-Men are children. Wolverine's yeah. like, what, 80? Well, yeah, Wolverine is an old man, but the rest of well, them are children. Well, we didn't say the title of this yet. What if? It's a what if comic. Oh, it's what if the X-Men died on their first mission. Yeah, yeah. we forgot that part. <laughs> Yeah, things things would make sense. Things would be logical. This because this charlatan Professor Xavier, who, by the way, what is he a professor of? I don't know that that's ever been just general sciences violating privacy. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. In this book, several times he reads people's minds without apologizing for it. Wasn't that a thing? Like, don't I always tell people I don't do that? Right, I would tell people that I don't do that, but then do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess Charles Xavier has more scruples than you. He's only sending <laughs> children off to die. They're not children. Cyclops is like 40. So, so, no, no. When X-Men started, I believe they were like teenagers. This wasn't when X-Men started. This is already the second but generation some, of teams. But, That's why he, they brought in new people, because he was 40. The Marvel Wiki says Professor X has PhDs in genetics, biophysics, psychology, anthropology, and psychiatry at Oxford University and Columbia, Columbia University. No, he don't. He just read minds of people who has that shit. Yeah. He's got friends in high places. I wouldn't be studying nothing. Disposable income. Yeah, no. He's, he's the, one of the most powerful mutants on Earth. Yeah. Fuck that. I would Fuck just have studying. smart people uh, live in apartments around me, and I would yeah, just be just pulling info it. from their brains. That's all you need. I mean, that's yeah, what the right. internet is, basically. That's right. Yeah, I'd have an internet of humans. Yeah, he's putting the bro in cerebro. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> <sighs> <All right>. That's <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> well, I, okay, I've got a lot of beefs with Professor Xavier. I guess we'll get to that as we go through. You this is what? what if Volume Two, Issue Nine, from I believe 1990. What if the the new X Men died on their very first mission? Written by Stanley's houseboy Roy Thomas, art by Rich Buckler Senior and Sam De La Rosa. Why is he his houseboy? What do you mean by that? 
Oh, we've talked about Roy Thomas. Uh, Roy Thomas was a company man uh, who uh, definitely followed Stanley's direction. And uh, when one of our first episodes we ever did, we looked at an issue of Mr. Miracle when Jack Kirby went back over to DC and he did uh, an issue of Mr. Miracle introducing a character called the Funky Flashman, who was a thinly veiled parody of uh stan lee oh i remember and, that we like, yeah. did that in like our second episode yeah and stan lee's uh funky Flashman's assistant was a sniveling little uh guy named house roy which was uh, a parody of roy thomas all right that was mean yeah. it, it was a little looking back it was it was a little mean-spirited yeah it was it's like hey i made a whole comic based on how much i think you're a little bitch yeah yeah funky Flashman had a wig that's it's, fucking uh, fighting words well, yeah, for but I mean, it's uh, well. Jack Kirby was uh, he's a military man, and uh, Stan Lee was a uh, coward. So. I thought Stan Lee uh, fought in the war too. Did he? I think so. Okay. Let's look it up. Uh, was Stan Lee in the military? Enlisted in '42 during the height of World War II, was set to deploy overseas when his brief history in comics totally changed his wartime course at the last minute. I don't know the whole story on that, but it sounds like uh, he, bone uh, spurs. Yeah, his feet hurt. Can't go to Preparing war. Sorry. Telegraph poles and other communications. Surprise he, surprise he doesn't uh, t- take credit for other writers' military histories. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, he stopped World War II. Don't you know that? Uh, I didn't. No, I didn't. Gotta be a true believer. Gotta be a true believer. <laughs> yeah, Jack Kirby was spending that time killing Nazis. Yeah, he was. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. It's a fine way to live. <laughs> For a, for a little while there, yeah, you make a good living doing that. Keep doing it. Yeah, <laughs> you had to go a good eighty years before you could do it again. But now it's it's, it's oh no, you again. you just kept going like that never went away. It's just <laughs> they, the internet kind of pointed it out. They were a lot quieter. It was a lot harder to suss them out. Um, this cover here, we talked a little about about it last time, but man, what an absurd cover! Yeah, right. Like the <laughs> like in uh, Xavier's grief, he still managed to take the time to make. A huge headstone for all the X-Men he killed. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, in the background here, we have a headstone with uh, all, what is it, 12? 12. 12 X-Men that he killed. And he really should have left some open space for the future mutants he plans to kill. Like, he filled up <laughs> yeah, the entire headstone. Have. Like, just leave some space, bro. He's extending it. <laughs> <laughs> he's putting another wing Professor yeah, there's gonna have to be additions <laughs> what are we why, why is this thing 300 feet long Professor Xavier <laughs> no he builds up instead of out that's how he solved the mutant problem he had them join the X-Men and they died <laughs> so like, which wow. X-Men are on this so there's Wolverine, uh, yeah. Thunderbird, Havoc, Cyclops Jean Grey, Storm mm-hmm. Banshee, Iceman I don't know who that one Ooh, dude is boy. Yeah, uh, Sunfire, Nightcrawler, and Colossus. Yeah, that one guy. I guess I'm sure we'll identify him as we go. Yeah, who's that dude? I don't know. I don't even know which dude you're talking about. This, There's like a dude guy, in between Iceman and Sunfire. Right below Havoc. Yeah, who the fuck is that dude? In. Who's that dude? Fuck, is he just some looks random, like random dude? I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll figure it out. I'm sure we'll Whoever he is, it. he's dead. <laughs> And uh, we've <laughs> it doesn't matter now. Uh, he's 3B now. Uh, and uh, we've got uh, Beast is uh, one of his morning, he's like in front of the grave and he goes, and he's like, and he smacks his head on the head of the guy. He don't know, he goes, I don't even fucking know who you are, but I'm sad. <laughs> You're all numbers to me now. He's turning to the chisel guy. Who the fuck is this? 
I didn't ask for this, dude. What if it's a template? <laughs> a, but it's just a blank head to turn into to whoever else he kills later. Yeah. Oh, like he that. did leave space. What if that was supposed to be Beast? Because he didn't realize like <laughs> yeah, Beast was like working <laughs> somewhere else, and Beast already, goes, "Oh, wait a minute, Beast is still uh, here. Leave that one blank." God damn it. Might really, be. <laughs> they actually sell those nowadays because like the, the pressure on comic book artists is so uh, immense to make everything look so good that they actually sell books that just have generic superheroes in different poses and, and professional comic book artists are encouraged to just buy these books and, and trace what they need. That's pretty smart. That's a real thing nowadays. That's so a Disney trick. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Disney trick, but it's also like comics have to look so good and they have to come out on such a tight timeline that it's just like, dude, I, we got to something's got to give. I imagine like uh, the rise of digital art has increased their productivity like tenfold. Yeah, there's definitely because you can definitely just like mirror certain things like you don't have to draw, draw both sides of a symmetrical thing anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I, work, I have a buddy I work with named Jeff and he while we're like on break just hanging out, yeah. he'll have his uh, he'll have his digital art pad and he'll make photo realistic like art just sitting there just sure. being bored. Yeah, it helps. Dang. Dude, it's unbelievable. You yeah. should ask him for the the porn about the thing. Oh right! I bet he oh, would if I asked. Porn. I bet he yeah. would. He would make. He'd make porn for me. Get on this. Photorealistic porn. Right, right. I, mean, I, I That's like the our important thing here. I like our logo, but I'm. I'm always looking at. I'm always looking at contenders. I never no, think, yeah, we right. Keep our logo. I just want. I don't want to ask though. I just want. I, I just want. I just to, want to see a photorealistic thing, Dick. Yeah, yeah. right. Thing right. Thing. Well, I mean, maybe I could make that. Yeah. But I things could, man thing. But I could. But I could give it a shot. So yeah, that's kind of. He's got to have one, right? The thing. Yeah. I mean, I think it's under the all the rocks. What, what if I he already him. had a micro dick and it's just like two pebbles? I, I mean, with that gruff voice, I assumed he was always pretty well endowed. He seemed like a manly man. You never know. You could just have a teeny peeny. Those cigars might have stunted it, though. That's possible. Yeah, yep. I'm of terrified cigars. of eating or ingesting anything that will affect my dick. That's why I don't. That's why I never got into cocaine. Cause I heard it shrinks your dick. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. that. Between the cocaine and the uh, steroids, like that, that whole area is just microscopic. I'm good. Yeah, yeah I'll keep my dick. Thank you. Yep. So yeah, that's a uh, beast pushing away Charles Xavier, who's saying uh, the X Men are dead, and uh, there's nothing I could do about it. And any investigatory body would certainly agree. The beast is just like, what am I doing here? <laughs> I might just leave. Because yeah, we uh, find out later, like he, like he, like already had a job at the Avengers. He already yeah. got the career he actually wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're gonna it's go back. Up. Yeah, like this weird school that this yeah, right? is running. This, this yeah. is what he went to school for. Yeah. Uh, so the concept of what if is it's just alternate versions of uh, how, how comic storylines in the Marvel Universe could have gone, uh, no bearing on reality, and man alive, they shoved like a year's worth of plot into this story. Holy shit, yeah, they and, did. Uh, and the, uh, this universe's watcher is fat as shit. Yes, this is uh, Uatu. Is that his name? Uatu. Yeah, like it's, it's like they normally he's supposed to be like a normal dude with this a giant head. Here he's mm -hmm. just a fat guy. <laughs> he's a fat guy in a toga. Yeah, uh, that yeah. random head on the front was that Cyclops, but they forgot a no. mask. No, no Cyclops, Cyclops is, on there. is up there. Yeah, Cyclops is up there. He's in the first. He's in the first line. Um, let's see. Well, let's see. We're looking at the. Um, we're looking at a, a big splash panel with a lot of characters. Is it Angel? No, it's not Angel, because Angel has his hair. Out of oh, Where is I guess Angel? It, maybe it is Angel. Okay. All right. They That's fucked who up it is. Angel's head, though. No, no. Angel he, like, uh, he had a bunch of different costumes. 
All right, fine. Well, so maybe but they show him on the cover with a costume. Right, I tell you who's not on the like, memorial is Polaris. They didn't, they didn't bother to put her on it. Was Polaris Shit. in the book? I don't think Polaris yeah, I guess. was in the book. She was in the X-Men. There she is right there. There's Polaris. Where's she's right Polaris? next to Jean Grey. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. She's Yeah, a lot of characters just don't get to much to do much in this book. There's so like, much to He's do. like, I don't even know this bitch. Leave her off the mausoleum. <laughs> All the women kind of look the same. They're like, uh, yeah, that was, who was she? Uh, that was Magneto's kid. Yeah, leave her fuck, off. Man. Maybe they put her on the back. She's the one head on the back as they kind of move around to the side there. All right. Uh, so yeah, a lot of these books were narrated by the Watcher, and uh, he gives us kind of a setup of what's going on, and, and then uh, we start into our adventure uh, with Moira McTaggart. You know, that's a Marvel know? show I liked a lot. What if? I liked that. We were talking about Moon Knight earlier, and I said I didn't, I didn't care for it. And, I didn't know uh, there was a what if. It was, oh, yeah, it was a cartoon. Yeah, Never a cartoon. mind. Yeah, I do I li- remember. I liked that a lot. That was great. All that shit's canonical. Good luck explaining to people now that the uh, intentionally non-canonical TV show is canonical because all the movies involve the multiverse now. Yep. It's both canonical and non-canonical at the same time. Enjoy that. Best just not to worry about it. Yeah, people over 40 having a great time trying to figure out what the fuck this means. People over 40 should have other stuff to do. Yeah, that's true. Then worry about TV shows for children. I think I'm probably going to turn 40 and stop giving a shit about any of this, like the day of. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I was trying to watch, they released a bunch of episodes of, like, Young Justice, which was a a cartoon I used to watch. And while I was watching it last night, I was like, what am I even doing? This this isn't even for me. I don't even fucking care. Yeah. Yeah. I I walked away from certain things. I mean, there's still a lot of great comics. Sure, sure. But yeah, there's definitely stuff that is not, everything's not for everybody. Just just because you like comics or comic book movies or whatever, it doesn't mean that you have to be into all of these movies and TV shows. Yeah. I felt that way with Stargirl. I got through the first yeah. season. It was like, and Stargirl is I'm perfectly done. fine for who it's for. It's just yeah. not for me. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is that like, yeah. it was not meant for me. It's all good. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, people bitching about wrestling. It's like, what are you doing? You're yeah. bitching? <laughs> You're bitching about wrestling? You need yeah. to do other stuff. Yeah, maybe you need to get a, a fucking oil change. Something else. You can build a ship in a bottle. There's so many things you can be doing. And here are our followers on Twitter just plummeting. <laughs> You know, I'm surprised because it seems like when we when we say antagonistic shit, people seem to be uh, okay with it. When it, even though it personally is like aimed at their interests, sometimes I mean, yeah. unintentionally. I'm not trying to be antagonistic. I'm just trying to be honest. Look, it's a mixed blessing. It's 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 there's a lot, it's a love hate relationship with action figures and and uh, furries and such. I I'm like furries more exist. than I like action figures. I like a good action figure. I I'm had for a, most. I, I'm for most uh, sexual deviancy. I had McFarlane action figures uh, when I was uh, I don't know 18 or whatever. I had a bunch of them, and they they lived in a box until a few years ago. But they were great. They're fucking awesome. Sure. They set my imagination on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like an STI. <laughs> It's the SDI for the soul. You want to know why? Because uh, it sets you on fire and it prevents you from getting laid. Okay, that's fair. I have some action figures still. Yeah, she has a couple. I don't really. I have like two little barely articulated things on my comic shelf, but I would consider. Yeah, you have I, like statuette. I have like kind a of couple things. little statues. I would get a dark side figure. I'd get Oof. a nice hefty dark side. Oof. But I just can't, uh, you know, I can't go overboard with it. No, you can't. Yeah, but but the thing is, your 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 threshold for overboard is way lower. My threshold, yeah, owning anything is like yeah, a problem. Yeah, kind of. 
fucking capitalist asshole with your things. Yeah. I mean, and James, you have a Thomas Pinchon action figure, essentially. Which is, again, you brought this up before, like the couple of little toy things I have on my shelf, but you gave me like almost all of them. Yeah, I did. So it's really weird. But yeah, I do have a little Thomas Pinchon wearing a paper bag over his head. Who's that? Author's Who's mom. Thomas Pinchon? He's maybe, he's one of my favorite authors. The the author of Gravity's Rainbow and The Crying Lot 49 and Mason and Dixon and Cool. A lot of fantastic, very dense books. Uh, anyway, speaking of fantastic, very dense books, uh, this story opens up with a Moira McTaggart, who is a former lover of Professor Charles Xavier, and she's hanging out wherever she lives in the Scottish Highlands, mm-hmm. riding a horse because she's privileged like that. Fucking rich lady already don't yeah. like her horse doing people. Her, Fuck them. Right. Yeah, she's doing just fine. And uh, she's hanging out with uh, this this little Scottish Scottish girl, like ten year old Scottish girl named Rain. Yep. Who we don't really find out anything about her. She's just I, uh, she grows I up to be. I just assumed from the beginning that she was the werewolf lady. Yeah, she grows up to be Wolfsbane, a uh, prominent X Men character. Okay, I do know Wolfsbane, but I don't know her well enough to have known her, yeah. na- her yep, name. Yeah, that's her. She's part okay, of cool. that crazy ass story where she gets pregnant with uh, with uh, multiple man's baby. Wow. Okay. I do you didn't know, know this one? Do you no. have you heard of this have one? You heard this? No, have you heard, heard this? Heard this one? So fuck, fuck that. I dude. don't remember multiple man's name. I apologize. Jamie. 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 Jamie something. That's Jamie, fine. Yeah. So Madrox. Jamie, Jamie Madrox. Madrox. There we go. The three of us figured it out. But it's got, the three of us know multiple man's name. Anyway, continue. That's, that's right. It, it took multiple of us. Hey. <laughs> uh, anyway, so so she he knocks her up. She has a baby with him and he gets handed the baby and he absorbs the baby fucking awesome what baby she is not happy (laughs) i think you're hysterical lady there was no baby that's pretty funny what am i doing with this placenta multiple man yeah right i wonder that might have been peter david he absorbs the baby he's like ah that felt good (laughs) i don't think he reacted that way he looked at her and goes perfect thank you (laughs) how <laughs> what and then puts his hat back on from the from the hat rack and then walks out the door kisses his fingers mwah, mwah. they did a story where like multiple man uh turned into multiple people and then sent them across the world to gather different skills and yeah. then brought them home to absorb all of it so he was become super smart yeah no, he like makes one like one's a priest mm-hmm. yeah. and a bunch of stuff right one guy doesn't come home so he goes and searches for him and he, he like got married and had a family so he just left him there he's like all right Absorbs their dad and leaves children. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then absorbs the children. I don't get it. Like, his multiple, like, he left those kids alone. Why do you have to absorb Rain's baby? He didn't mean to. It was an accident. Because he was holding it. Maybe that he should have went to Professor Xavier's school to learn to control his powers. Yeah. Or uh, math. Or anything else that you're supposed to learn in school. Yeah, right. Like, let's I didn't say learn, they do... I didn't learn. I didn't learn math in school. Well, let's say they do learn to control their powers. Like, they still don't know how to, like, write. They still don't know cursive. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you need a well-rounded education. They, you know, they tell you that if you don't keep up with stuff, you lose it. I pretty much lost everything I learned in school. Wow. Like, I don't I remember how to do they, anything. A lot of high school, they did a poor job of actually, like, making it stick. Dude, I don't remember yeah. how to do fucking anything. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a wonder you're here now. <laughs> it's a man, it's a man. Yeah, it's well, where I continue to function. But you're in a society of people that are oh, all. Oh, yeah! oh, oh shit! That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the secret word. Sorry. Uh, you're in a culture of people who are all at, at the same level. Like nobody retained anything. 
Yep. It's so a nation of dummies. Yeah. A, a, possibly a planet of dummies. There's a sound effect I got to send you later. The dummies you have. I got to do yeah. that. I'll do that later. The crash test dummies, yeah? No, there's a wrestler from like a few years ago who'd be who'd have a button, and it was a mm-hmm. dummies button, and he would mm-hmm. smash it, and then there'd be a little cartoon head of him, and he'd go, dummies, yeah! Jesus Christ. Some of these wrestling gimmicks. Oh, that my God. was fucking hysterical. I bet. Uh, so anyway, on panel two, we see that... Uh, uh, you know what? Letting the, letting the flab come out. It's fine. Uh, so we see that this lady who lives with Moira says like, oh, somebody from, from the States is saying that, uh, Charles Xavier needs your help. So you need yeah, to right? They sent a letter. They sent a letter. It took three and a half weeks. Right. Because and, it's uh, 1990. And uh, little Wolfsbane comes running up to Moira because her, uh, her caretaker is Rasputin and he's right. uh, treating her poorly. He's treating her poorly, and then uh, Moira just like says, "I'm going to talk shit about your relationship with this kid right in front of him." Yeah, Moira right like calls him. him out for basically not loving the kid, and then she's like, "I'll just give your church some money if you just let me keep this kid." And he's like, and he's, right. "Yeah, this kind of works out for everybody." And he's like, "Well, I don't want her around, and I do like money for my church." Perhaps this isn't a conversation to have with her three feet away. Yeah, right. Uh, so yeah, they take her and they say like, all right, well, we're just going to go see this uh, weird guy who uh, runs a very respectable school, he claims. You can tell when this uh, comic was written because they're like, man, well, we're going to have to figure out how to get you into America because like you have no like documents or anything, but I'm sure we'll figure it out when we get to the airport. And they just put her on the yeah. plane, let her fly to America. That's the way, the way it was back in the day. That's how it was. And no one cared. Meanwhile, I got to have my bag inspected every fucking time I go through the TSA. Yeah, dude, it's a bitch going to different states. Yeah. Let alone, I, like... I have pre-check, and they still make me take off my fucking shoes. Listen, this millionaire with his pre-check. Fuck you. Guys, I have to, I have to correct myself. It was not Wolfsbane that had the baby with, with Madrix, which after looking into, into it, it turns out that the Madrix that she had sex with, it seems to be, have been a dupe as well. But it was Siren. Oh, okay. Siren. Okay. All right. Who? She's in this comic. Siren from from uh, Homer's Odyssey. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Banshee's yeah. in this comic. I know, but like uh, Banshee Junior. Banshee's daughter is named Siren. Oh, okay. This this okay. don't call her that in this comic. All right. So uh, Moira and uh, Rain they head back to the states, uh, and they are greeted by Hank McCoy, who, as far as they're concerned, looks like a real person. He looks like a normal guy. He doesn't look like a six and a half. This is a point where I was a little disappointed because on the cover of the book, he's clearly uh, a big blue furry monster. And here he actually looks like a normal guy in a turtleneck. I was a little worried right? for a With a super Chad chin. Well, they yeah. explain it. They like do explain it. Is. With his giant hands. He's like everything like a, a woman today would want. Kind of nerdy, but still looks like a super Chad and has giant hands. I think those hands are a little out of control, though. Well, I mean... Like, it's a little too man. much. It was a little out of control. He couldn't play guitar. He can't serenade you with those he can, giant He can play a big guitar. He can play a big Spanish guitar, yeah, a, gu- a guitarola. All right? He's playing on. the cello. No, no, he's absolutely not playing the cello. He's he has cello no dexterity on those fingers. No, he's, he's playing the cello, but using it as like a bass. That's a little more likely, yeah. That's a little more possible. More that feasible. seems intense. Well, he, so... Uh, Hank McCoy uh, brings all their suitcases in and starts to explain what's going on that Professor Xavier actually doesn't know that I've called for you. So we're just going to, I just threw you into an incredibly awkward situation. I love how Dr. Hank McCoy, superhero, Avenger, you know, PhD is now just working as uh, Xavier's assistant because he feels bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, more or less. 
apparently some some bad shit went down that we'll find out about shortly. And uh, Hank McCoy just happened to be stopping by because he left his spare keys or something at the mansion and uh, found out that Xavier now needs somebody to change his diapers. You know, I, I don't want to hear anyone complaining about having to wear a mask ever again because, like, look at look at Hank McCoy here wearing an entire rubber face thing. <laughs> And like yeah. rubber, rubber gloves to cover up his giant yeah, beast hands. Like he, that must. It's like an, I think you should leave, or just like I don't want to be here anymore because yeah. he's yes. like covered in that suit they can't breathe in. That's what this. That's what beast is like wearing right now. Yeah, he's absolutely covered in it, but it can't. Like we, we can be convinced by it because we're looking at drawings, but we're actually led to believe that nobody could tell that this six and a half foot blue furry ape man was wearing a rubber mask. And he even kind of says, like, I didn't think this would work. What if they yeah. open the door and they're like, Jesus! <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> like, uh, uh-huh. You smell like an ape man. Like, it's it's very transparent. There's little tufts of blue fur coming out of the eyes and everything. I would imagine he'd smell like shampoo. If he takes care of himself. I imagine a guy like him, like Beast, probably takes a lot of pride in his fur. I don't know. I don't know. He may just kind of let it go to hell. It's all matted up like a I bet he dog. doesn't. I bet he's all about it. It's got to be a lo- big ritual. He was played by Fraser Crane. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty good. Very. I like how dignified. people. I think I mentioned this before, but like people would complain at the time about how goofy he looked in a suit, like the you know Kelsey Grammer as the Beast, and then he would wear a suit, and they would say it looked goofy. Like, yeah, of course it's gonna look goofy. Like that's kind of the the, the point of it. it I thought ridiculous. he looked awesome. I liked it. I thought it was actually. I mean, that movie sucks, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, but he was, was the looked, best part. He looked cool. He looked good. It was a good. It was a good fit. It was a good casting. Yeah, good casting, and the in the prosthetics look really good. I wonder if he's going to come back in the multiverse of madness. Yeah, he is. He's going to come back and he's going to take a bunch of coke and run some people down. <laughs> oh, did Kelsey Grammer do that too? I think so. I know he took oh, a bunch God. of coke and went to jail for it for driving he, around. He and Matthew Broderick need to get together and and form a Tim Allen group. Yeah, Tim Allen. Tim Allen did that too. That was just a '90s sitcom guy thing to do, I suppose. Yeah, '80s, '90s. It was just something you did if, when you had a lot of power and you didn't care about the value of human life. Yeah, you just get divorced and you got a bunch of blow and you got a hot rod. Fuck it. Woo-ha! No consequences. I'm on Thursday nights <laughs> making five million dollars an episode. Jesus, can you Christ. believe that? That people got paid that much to make that garbage? The monsters that we created. <laughs> do. And I mean, I watched. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I watch that shit. I watch that every week. And I think that's why a, I don't remember math. It's shit like that. I think that those are the things that made me dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would go home after school, and then you'd see that shit, and it would fall. What you learned that day fell right out of your ears. That's bad parenting. Any parent that would just sat there and let their kids watch sitcoms yeah. or like waste their lives, that's bad parenting. See, this is a problem I have with like the idea of like, like you almost can't be a responsible parent nowadays because to be a responsible parent. You have to have like Disney Plus and you have to give these horrible companies and these horrible people all your money or else your kid is going to be an outsider. Yep. Like, what the hell are you going to do? I don't know. Not there's live no, in America. There's don't no have kids good in way to have a kid. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. You got to take that kid out of America. Well, unless you want like an influencer kid. What if that kid turns out to be like making $8 million a YouTube yeah, video? You probably do want an influencer kid. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. What's up, bro? Today we're looking at what if number nine. Those should be the, like, oh, how's it going, YouTube? Like, that should be kids' first words. <laughs> What's up to all my followers? Smash that subscribe button. That's right. That should be, like, the first thing kids learned. Seriously, they'll go to YouTube and sign up for the Dark Sides Couch. Uh, yeah, YouTube we're page. those people smash now. That. Yeah, smash that subscribe button. Ding that little bell. We put little, little funny images in the video versions of the podcast. Yeah. It's a lot of extra work. <laughs> it's a lot of fucking extra effort so please take a fucking moment 
Uh, it doesn't. It, it makes things worse that like I give myself way extra work. Like I don't need to make that many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, gotta create that tent. Gotta keep yeah. slinging that tent. Yeah. So, uh, Beast uh, takes uh, Moira and Rain to go see uh, Professor Xavier, who makes a really weird comment about how he can't have any sort of human contact, but he, he kind of makes it a little sexy. Yeah. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he, he does. does. He takes. He fuck? says. He That's says, awesome. "Afraid." Well, anti-sex. He says, "I'm afraid I can no longer buy human contact." And then he takes a moment and says, "Of any kind," because they used to. They used to smash. Oh yeah. Okay. I see that. He couldn't smash now. Anyways, in a wheelchair. Yeah. Where exactly That's does not it how kick smashing in? works. Well, you gotta have your your not dick always. Has, your dick's gotta get hard. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to, especially if you have crazy mental powers like Sting. Oh yeah, can he can just enter her mind and create a a hard yeah. dick? Yeah, I mean in in uh, Alan Moore's Swamp Thing, uh, they fucked by uh, he he cultivated a tuber out of his body and she ate it and had a psychedelic trip. Yeah, that was great. That was yeah, their but then sex. he also got raped by some planet. He got raped by a techno organic planet that was in kind of doing him. the same thing. Uh, Alan right. Moore's Swamp Thing is one of the greatest things that's ever been written. Pretty cool. Uh, it, is, it is really cool. It's an almost, it's like a text issue just randomly. In the 80s, when people were not accepting of this kind of shit, it just turned into a text issue about Swamp Thing's uh, essence being uh, thrown around through space, lands on a techno-organic planet that is in love with him, and proceeds, the entire planet proceeds to rape Swamp Thing before spitting it out, spitting him out. It's mostly text? I bet he like got in an argument with his artist. Oh, I'm sure that, well, I mean, I think it was like a page of text against like a single image, if I remember correctly. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was very, very, very text heavy. And it was like that, that's, I mean, that was not cool at the time. That was not their, acceptable. Their conversation ended with, oh yeah, well, fuck you. Fuck then, you. I'm only then, drawing then, 10 pictures. Yeah. Fuck this. I'm not drawing this shit. Yeah. I wonder if the artist still got paid the full rate. I, I imagine like Alan Moore sent back, uh, like what they would send like he would send them the script and then they would mm -hmm. send back his panels and he'd send them back, like change these things. He would write very, I mean, he does write extremely detailed scripts and depending on the artist, they may just ignore it. Like that, ha that happened a lot with a lot of his runs, like on his run on Supreme. Uh, yeah. The artist just said, fuck this. I'm not reading all this. And they just drew what they wanted to. And it hurts the story. It makes Alan Moore look like he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, Xavier says like, all right, uh, I got a bunch of dudes killed and I kind of need to lay low for a while. You understand? Yep. And, uh, so. uh, Rain is setting off, uh, the printer behind his head. Yeah. He's got the very first printer. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's a mutant printer. Whenever mutants go near it, just prints out their face. Yes. And it's just mutant. It doesn't, it's not very helpful, but it works. Like it lets me know who's a mutant. <laughs> I'm keeping all this stuff, even though I've supposedly disbanded the X-Men. I like this, this loud machine that detects mm -hmm. mutants, and it goes off, and the kid gets near it, and Professor Xavier no-sells it. Yeah, like, that's fine. It's just, it's a little fucked up, that's all. He's like, it's whatever, don't worry about it. Just don't worry about the loud machine that beeps loudly when you get close to it. I may be able to get this girl killed. <laughs> by, by, by playing my cards right. He's, he's imagining her getting, like, hacked a bit on <laughs> some mission. He's starting to get into it. He's just like, huh. <laughs> they say after you've killed like 12, 13 kids, then you start to kind of get into it. It becomes yeah. just, yeah, it's just what you do. Oh, we'll ask the Clintons. <laughs> Uncomfortable. Uh, so, yeah, he tells them, yeah, you guys can hang out, but uh, I won't be seeing you. And he just it's wheels himself house. away. Yeah. yeah. He goes to sob, yeah. and it's covered over by the sound of the printer. Yeah, it looks like a bird flew by and shat on Rain's face. <laughs> it does. There's a coloring error. 
Uh, and then Hank McCoy says, hey, look at this. And he pulls off his mask. And they're like, yeah, we fucking knew. <laughs> they're like, yeah, dude. <laughs> it's pretty we obvious. Like, You're in the Avengers, dude. We have a, we have a TV. <laughs> yes. Like, we know who you are. Yeah. We already heard the name Hank McCoy. You're He's like, check a, this a out, real... guys. <laughs> Not a real face. You had no fucking idea. I got you so hard. They're like, you're in the Avengers. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, he uh, comes in and opens their door for him. Hello, I'm Dr. Hank McCoy. Yeah, we know. We know who you are. <laughs> I don't know why he kept it on. Like, he kept it on for like five minutes, and then he just like, took you, it off. You, you did a 20-minute press conference with Captain America on TV the other day. Holding the mask in your hand the whole time. Yeah, he's spinning it around on his finger <laughs> through the eye hole. He got, he got a little bored. He got a little bored. Let's spin the mask around. Yeah, hey, he's super smart. Yeah, yeah. He's, this is all beneath him. Right, this is like, before the time of fidget spinners. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't have his like uh, his gymnasium full of his rings, so he can like swing around. You know, Beast required a lot of space, like more than anybody else probably in the mansion. I bet. He needed and bigger toilets. <laughs> he needed industrial strength toilets. Uh huh. <laughs> He's a mess of a man. He's got like Costco like shampoo being d- delivered. Just pallets of it. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's definitely a three in one. You think he's like shaving his butthole so he doesn't get like poop matted? This is what I'm saying. He's covered in just disgusting things. Right. Well, I mean, we have to think of how an animal deals with it. Yeah, they lick it up. (laughs) James is in James's cat's perspective. uh, James cleans it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna make him. I'm not gonna debate so maybe him. Beast just has a James who just yeah. cleans his butt for him. I just get in the corner and I lick up his hindquarters. Oh, oh God, James, we weren't going there. I think not, we were. Nice, dude. Way to save toilet paper for the environment. Yeah, seriously, I'm I'm the the, the human bidet. That's what needs to be done. The people, these Jesus pet, these, Christ, these these fucking pet owners just don't seem yeah. to care about the planet. Don't well, ever refer to yourself as the human bidet again. <laughs> I guarantee that's a fetish. That's one of that's one of the new X Men yeah, exactly. that Professor Xavier is going to recruit for the next mission. Human here. B- He's running out of mutants. He's going with the human bidet. It's all the that's human left. Bidet now. He really is just a dude licking cats' asses. Listen. And why, why? Well, cats weren't using toilet paper in the first place. Mike, I don't think you understand how cats work. I'm just saying, like, well, if your cat had a messy bowel and you had to, like, clean its ass right. a little bit so his, his poo doesn't get matted in his little fur. Right, right. That is true. That is something you do have to deal with from time there to time. There you go. Instead, you're just lapping it up like a mama cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So then <laughs> uh, Beast decides to uh, bring Moira up to speed about what happened here. Yeah. And uh, it turns out that uh, all the X-Men, or, or a bunch of the X-Men, actually, I guess it's not all of them. Maybe it was all of them. Was it all of them at the time? Maybe. Yeah, all of them. All yeah, of all of them. them. Uh, sent them out. Ex- yeah, except Beast, who just had better things to do that day. And, uh, and, uh, and, and then there's a panel where uh, Xavier and Cyclops are playing sex games. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of what happens. Uh, so, yeah. Well, before we get to that, uh, the X-Men were dispatched to this island. Uh, to investigate some anomalous activity, and they all got taken advantage of uh, by the this sentient island, much like a sentient planet taking advantage of Swamp Thing, and the only one who escaped was Cyclops. Yeah, they all live there now in the modern comics. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, yeah, this is Krakoa, whatever. Yep, uh, yeah, yeah. They, all, they all live there now. Who's they all? All the mutants, the all of them. All the Not just the X-Men, all of them. Every single yep. one of them. If you're a mutant in the Marvel Universe, you live on Krakoa, the Krakoan island. Why? 
because they get to do whatever they want there. Yeah, they, they produce a lot of GDP. For yeah, they don't got to worry about any of that reason. stupid bullshit. They don't got to worry about iPhones and licking cats' asses. Well, I'm pretty sure they have their iPhones. They're not, they're not going with other iPhones. Jubilee, Dang. she's got an iPhone. Jubilee's like 30 now. I'm pretty sure she's still like 17. No, she's an adult now. That's the thing about X-Men comics. They tend to age up their characters. Which is weird because like Marvel stresses their continuity between their books, but certain characters haven't moved at all. Yeah, some haven't, but some have. (sighs) Like Cyclops has got to be in his 40s. Yeah. So here, Cyclops, uh, when he gets back, uh, it turns out that, yeah, his 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 uh, optic blasts are going out of control. So Xavier has to tie up, tie up his eyes with a blonde. Weren't they out of control before? And didn't he already have a visor to protect him? People more from so. That? More so. He's like, yeah, that visor's broken. It. Let's just get a rag. <laughs> That's a backup plan. The first plan is going to be the multi-million dollar Ruby Quartz visor. The second plan is this dirty rag I found in the garage. Yeah. Now here, uh, he blindfolds him and he goes, open your mouth, and he sticks him on Beast's uh, butthole to clean him. So he doesn't Jesus, get can we that. move past buttholes? <laughs> it seems we cannot. All right, all right. We can, we can move on from that. Have you no sense of decency, sir? I'll, I'll make that for YouTube. Okay. Uh, so... <laughs> So uh, Professor Xavier goes ahead and he, he straps into Cerebro, which is the machine that allows him to amplify his psychic power so that he can talk to mutants all over the world. Mm-hmm. And he recruits the new X-Men, Nightcrawler, Sunfire, Wolverine, Storm, uh, what was it, Thunderbird, Thunder, Thunderbird? Thunder, thunder, uh, yeah. Thunder, yeah, Thunderbird. Uh, he sucks. Yeah. Yeah, he's not a character we see. He's the Native American superhero, and he's just strong, I guess. So in uh, Giant Size X-Men, the non-what-if mm-hmm. uh, version of, of this story, uh, they killed him off on the first his first appearance. Yeah. On on the Krakoa mission. Well, he's, he's a jobber. Is that not they what just, I would... Mm-hmm. They just killed his ass. They were like, eh, he's pretty much Wolverine, fuck it. You know, it's interesting that uh, they spent a lot of time on this page going through each member of this new... Uh, group of x-men and why they're they're awesome and everything and then on the next page is casually tossing oh plus we had banshee there the irish fuck <laughs> plus banshee like they he, don't spend any time he, on him at all what's his powers he screams like a girl <laughs> he fucking blows uh yeah the only thing they tell us about banshee is that he's irish we go through everybody else they just mentioned that banshee is irish you know and uh that ginger freak over there yeah cries like a girl so they send them out to krakoa Yep. Uh, while Professor Xavier is back pretending to be crippled so he doesn't have to go. Yep. <laughs> and uh, he's telepathically telling them to fight harder. Well, I don't know what he's doing. Like, he, says, he says that like when he's at home, he like strategizes yes. with the X-Men. But all he's saying is like, fight a little harder, Shoot guys. harder. Use your mutant powers. And he thanks, claims thanks. ownership over them by saying my X-Men. Yeah, that's yeah. a little weird. Right? My precious X-Men. Right? He's beaten off while this is happening, if it, if it still worked. He does kind of have cum face. He go. does. Yeah, he's, he's got Twitter profile face. Yeah. He just activates that part of his brain that feels good when it comes. <laughs> that's, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know why he bothers with this whole X-Men thing. I just let us leave that motherfucker on. God, I'd fall asleep so much quicker. Yeah, right? They mentioned that the school was a facade, but I don't, I feel like that's just an excuse the book's made up eventually. Well, I mean, none of them were ever children. Like, there's been no children in this building, the bench and once. I I think that, like, Bobby X-Man... Uh, Bobby Iceman was like 16 when he joined the the team. Uh, I think uh, the original, it's two years away from dying in Iraq. 
I think the original band of X-Men were basically teenagers. All right. Oh, yeah, they were. They yeah, were. Yeah, there we go. So what is he, like, was he signing children up for war? Like, when he goes and talks to these people and signs them up for his school, was he telling them, like, hey, listen, kid, this is what, it, this is what the actual deal is. We're going to say it's a school, but really, you're going to go fight a mutant war. Yeah, he, he gathers these, these mutants, like these kids. Yeah. He's like, all right, you live here with me now. Now go, fought, go fight this Holocaust survivor. Yeah, we've got missions. Like, fucking Christ. This is insane. You're going to go to jail. Like, this is not, you can't do this. Forgot Magneto was a Holocaust survivor. Yeah. 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 Yep. Never forget. Never forget. Yeah. And he, uh, you know, if he really wanted to beat the X-Men, he could just uh, call child safety services. Yeah. It's, it's weird how he, he gets away with this with no, no real problems, no repercussions. He just has his shame, supposedly. I guess because they're mutants. Nobody cares. Uh, during this whole sequence, Beast is also talking like an asshole. You notice this? <laughs> like he won't use normal. Like he says instead of saying "take the bull by the horns," he says "take the male bovine by the bony projections." Yeah, I he did does that through the that. whole book. What a yep. fucking asshole! Well, he didn't want to say balls. Don't they? No. Make, doesn't she mention he's using like the king's English or something? Yeah, yeah. When he's yeah, when he starts speaking proper, because he does speak proper, but there's a difference between speaking proper and being a pretentious douchebag. I'm sure he's a pretentious douchebag. He's a superhero. Probably thinks he's better than everybody else. Oh, Wolverine doesn't think he's better than everybody else because he knows it's not true. Uh, his catchphrase is, I'm the best at what I do. At what he does, which is a very specific thing. Uh, well, that specific thing is not very nice. No, it's not. <laughs> he is not a nice person to hang out with. He probably uh, stinks. That's someone who's yes. not going to care about like well, their hygiene. He, he was born in like 1840 when there was no plumbing. Of course. That motherfucker does not care. He never adapted to, to indoor plumbing. He'll like fart during a mission briefing and then like take <laughs> a puff on his cigar and be like, ha, give a shit. I got one for you kids. Oh my God. I get why they wanted Bob Hoskins to play him now. Right. He like, he'll like let out a big farm and be like, Oh, I stepped on a duck. I thought that was completely <laughs> ridiculous when you first said it. And then you put this together and then the cigar mentioned it. Like, oh yeah. fuck. I yeah. Get it now. Bob I Hoskins. He, he looks like Wolverine. God damn it. Yeah. Wolverine is 180 years old. He's an <laughs> yeah. old, disgusting man. It's bizarre. Like they're like, we got cast Wolverine. Who do you want to get? Let's get a six foot three dancer the fuck he fought in the civil war he's a bad he? guy hugh jackman is 6'3 yeah he's a big dude i don't know if he's 6'3 but he's tall uh he's, he's too, you just don't want anyone to be taller than you i really get first of all uh that's true uh secondly <laughs> wolverine i'll just say this wolverine yeah he did fight in the civil war from my understanding of it no well. in the movie he did in the comics in the movie, probably in the not. comics he didn't then? okay no um, that movie yeah. took some liberties I will be honest, nah. uh, as like a 6'3-ish individual, uh, it does bother me when people are taller than me. I bet. I, I Every time I, I run into someone taller than me, I think, oh, now I got to deal with this shit. You go, wow, yeah. I rear up my tail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get very upset about it. No, it's... Mike, you're not taller than James, I know, but you're pretty close. Yeah, I'm, no, I, I'm significantly shorter than James. No, I think you're like six foot. You're in the good, the good zone there. No, six foot's no good anymore. Well, you can fit in things. Like, I don't fit on a plane. Oh, like, fit? Okay, like, yeah. Like, I don't fit on a plane either. I don't fit on a plane, movie theaters. Like, it's a fucking, it's, it's a hassle. Go Even going to concerts is tough because if you stand in front of people, they assume that you're doing it to be an asshole. Yep. Like, I'm not trying, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not wearing a top hat. I'm not Abe Lincoln it here. I just, I, I'm fucking tall. Tall people shouldn't be allowed in concerts. I, I don't, I think maybe we should have tall only concerts. 
<laughs> yeah, right? Bands band should have a special tour just for the tall gentleman. Yeah, then all the girls will like stop going to every other show. They would only, they would only go to the t- oh. they would only go to the tall only shows. Well, that that would make it very clear why they're there because like they're not going to see that anything. is <laughs> like, they're not going to see shit. So it's like, why are you here? Oh, I know why you're here. That's why we got to say things like Short King. We got to give them something. Sure. Yes. Go off, Short King. I saw a uh, I did see a meme that was uh, it said normalize same height parties and uh, everybody that comes to the party gets a pair of shoes that brings them up to the height of the tallest person. Oh, party. equity. Yeah, so everybody everybody is equal across the, the party. That's a good, nice, egalitarian idea. I like that idea. Well, who's going right. to fund the shoes, though? Yeah, they're yeah. still going home alone. They're just going to like see who has the, like, the biggest shoes don't get laid. Yeah, yeah, you can't have those giant shoes. It's well, the giant shoes are going to more, cost more to manufacture than the smaller shoes. So why should the taller people have to offset the price of the thick shoes? <laughs> I didn't have any kids. Why am I paying for these schools? Yeah. I'm paying for these churches. I hate God. Uh, speaking of godlessness, all these godless mutants are uh, fighting this monster at Krakoa. Or the monster is Krakoa, I guess. Like, the, the whole island is alive. Yeah, and Professor mm-hmm. Xavier uh, takes control of their minds and somehow throws the island into space, killing them all. Yes, he, do- he does. He throws it into space. Uh, that is not made up. How that did they did do happen. that? This one how, took place. How did they? They don't really say how they throw the island. Like, what well, did they do exactly? I, I, I'm assuming it was a combination of... Uh, oh, that's what they use... No, ele- I thought they did say something about a sonic boom or something. Oh, they shit. use an electromagnetic means to oh, negate the power of gravity, gravity. and yeah. launch the island into space. Just that's how they de- gravity. That's how they dealt with it. That's how they... Well, I mean, that's a dire situation. Yeah. Speaking mm. of which, they die. Yeah, they yep. all die in space. They, which is the best place to die. Really? You want to die? No. Either? Oh my God. No. You want to die in One space? One of my biggest fears is just being in the nothingness of space. Well, let's you know, see that's, here. That's not one of the worst ways to die. Not at all. Yeah. What, oh, what's the I, worst? I, look, I, I let's let's say okay. What's the what are the best and worst ways to die? I say like, the best like, ways like, to die are space or the old west. The no, old just west. In no, space, you gradually wait, waiting for your air to run out. You're not graduating. Like you pass out pretty quickly. Like and then you suffocate and then you freeze. Yeah, it'd be, and, and it's a great story for your loved ones to tell people. It's not like in like Total Recall where their eyes bug out and they burst. Like you no, I'm thinking space. of being stuck in the actual like astronaut suit left in space alone, waiting yeah, for your suit to like run out of oxygen well, so it's you can better float th- there forever it's, and die. It's better than having mesothelioma. I mean, as long, like, as, you're, as, long as my music player still works. Yeah, as long as the Zune still gets a charge. No, yeah, no right. music. Do you, do you bring out your portable to, battery? No, pure silence. That. That's I'll, it. All no, you I'll, hear is yourself. I'll go out to that that fat guy playing the ukulele playing Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Oh, uh, Tiny Tim? Yeah, no, that uh, fat Hawaiian guy. <laughs> Who is the... Don Ho? He wasn't yeah, fat. I don't fucking no, know. No, it's a... It's a, it, it's a um, mashup of uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow and What a Wonderful World. All right. Oh. Shay, Mike is right. No, like Mike, Mike I'm tr- sorry, Mike. I'm just trying to back you up. Of like, it's a popular song. It's. I don't know what made me think of it. All right, Shay. What's what's the best way to die then? The best way. Yeah. What's the best way to die? In your in the your sleep of old age, surrounded by your loved ones. Oh, that sucks. That's the no, easiest the way. To best die. best way to die. You die killing someone you hate. Yeah, you die just locking arms with a. Yeah. With a don't they win rival. then too? 
No, you're no, you're bleeding. You're bleeding out, right? Because they stabbed you in a mm-hmm. plot, but you're still strangling them to death. So as long as you get them before you die, yeah, yeah, you die killing someone you hate. That's as amazing. As, as long as you get to see them die, and they're not sure that you died, they go Fuck, to their grave. Yeah, they 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 go to their grave thinking you may have survived. That's how you go to Valhalla, dude. Yeah. That's how you get a festival when you when you arrive in the afterlife. Fuck yeah, dude! Then like you die guy. in the afterlife, and Jesus comes up to goes, "That was sick, bro." Yep. And I'm like, "I know, right?" And then be too sweet. Yep. And then you walk up to your rival and you punch him in the gut. He ain't nah nah nah. Well, it depends. Well, I mean, how he died was pretty cool too. Yeah, he had the second best death for right. sure. <laughs> right, right. Like, right. but we're not we're not going for the silver here. No, locked in Mortal Kombat is the way to go. That's definitely the way to go. Right. I don't want to hear this like old person bed shit. I mean, it's the easiest way to go, but it's not a good story. Surrounded by annoying ass loved ones that disappointed you. Yeah. I'd still be alive if it weren't for you people. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm pretty satisfied <laughs> with that. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. So, uh, so Professor Xavier uh, realizes he just hurled everybody to their death. Yeah. Uh, he has a little cry, and uh, it's it's kind of thing is implied that when uh, Beast showed up, just by sheer coincidence, uh, Xavier was about to kill himself. I yeah, think. Uh, yeah. I, uh, probably. How would yeah. he do? He just shut his own brain off. I mean, I think he was probably worried about the federal investigation. Yeah, right. What happened to those kids? <laughs> what kids? Just... We're looking for German national Kurt Wagner, aka the Nightcrawler, whose address and green car was forwarded here. We're just wondering what happened to him. Professor Xavier calls up the multiple man. Hey, man, uh, I heard you know how to make a bunch of kids disappear. <laughs> I, I got a, this is like a heavy load. Like, I'll pay OT on this one, but you got to get over here now. Uh, I need that cover story. Yeah, um, so, like, uh, so Beast is like, so I'm too good to be doing this. So I brought you a different doctor from another country to come take over for me. A lady doctor. A lady. Uh, yeah, I'm going to hang he, chandeliers throughout the, the house. And that's what he proceeds to do. He's just going around every room, just hanging multiple chandeliers. Yep. And uh, Beast is upset because now that Rain's there, he has to wear pants. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's the fucking. But it's the bare minimum pants. he does too. He puts on like a pair of slacks. No, no underwear. Shirt. No. It's look, because like, like, look, he's upside down, right? And he's like hanging the chandelier in his skivvies, and she walks yes. in. He's like, "Oh shit! I forgot there's a kid here. <laughs> I can't do this anymore." Fuck. So the next thing, he's just putting out a random pair of pants he had, just like thrown over his chair. There's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of federales in this mansion soon. I can't be he's walking around without pants and a kid here. God damn it! But he's got Fuck. a pair of shoes. He's not a fucking heathen. He's just a beast man. I know, but like having access to like his like feet is kind of his mutant power. Yeah, like he's just covering him up with some shoes. Well, I have the same problem with Spider Man. Spider Man's part of his mutant power. Part of his not mutant power, superhero power, is that his his limbs stick to things. So uh, what does he, he do? His he hands boots. and no, yeah. his hands and feet were covered in the cloth thin enough for he could touch the walls. You've said this before. This sounds like horse shit to me. Especially okay. the feet. Fingers, I'll give you fingers. Okay, fingers can be really thin. But okay. a, sh- a shoe that thin, I can't right. buy a shoe that thin. It's not a yeah. shoe. It's just like feety pajamas. <laughs> so he's just running barefoot around? Yes. He's going to be stepping on a rocks. Nail? Yeah, probably a problem. <laughs> <laughs> they're not talking about this. What, what if he gets shot goal? by the Green Goblin? I don't know. It this, sounds like he was living this, life on the edge. <laughs> this is why he swings around the city. It's not to get there faster. It's because he can't have his feet hitting the ground. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 
<laughs> Terrible. Why did he go to this school? He's a mutant. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, he's not a mutant. He's uh, he well. Sorry, dead. you're a you, you're a mutant made in a yeah, different way, yeah. and we discriminate here. Yeah, you got to be a mutant by birth around here. Maybe he just didn't have the money for tuition. Yeah, he's always well, he has to have a job, even though he's Spider Man. So clearly, he's broke. I know uh, Warren Worthington, the angel, was a rich person. Well, his last name is Worthington. 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 Oh, very white. Worthington. White Worthington. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, Rain's uh, looking around the mansion, and she sees this big, uh, this big window and uh, this big screen. It says, what's that about? And Beast goes, oh, never you mind. That thing never goes off anymore. And then it immediately proceeds to go off. Right, where there's a monocle guy smoking a cigar. So let everyone know that his group of animal men <laughs> yes. have taken over uh, a military base with nuclear weapons. And he says, Never mind how. He actually yeah. says, Never mind how. It happened. Deal with it. He's like, I got a bug lady. <laughs> I got a cat guy. I have an impractical bird man. Uh, this is Count Nefaria. Who is a villain I have never heard I'm of I'm sure before. he's nefarious. <laughs> yeah. Good well, what job. What do with that name? Excellent. What is, was that like, I think that's his family surname or what? I, I think he was born with that name. And so, of course, he's going to turn to a life of evil. That's right. That's why you got to really pick your kids' names well. Yeah. Yeah. Name him Worthington. That's why you don't name him Kyle. Because they just start drinking Mountain Dew and smashing shit. It never goes well with a Kyle. All right. Or a Skyler, that motherfucker's buying a big yeah, truck. Skyler, Tyler, yeah, they're going to be recording a lot of YouTube videos from the seat of the truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell you another thing about this Obama. Count Nefaria originally appeared in the Avengers and was created by Stanley. So. Stanley right. and Don oh, Heck. Stanley he, and Don Heck. Oh, so Don Heck created it. Yeah, it's very and entirely he was possible. A wealthy Italian aristocrat. Oh, we well, give him an Italian <laughs> accent for the rest I'll, of the comic book. All right. I'll tell you though, like Stanley did create a bunch of characters. They just all sucked. Like the characters yeah. he created himself just blew. Hey, so I'm I can believe. Nefaria. I'm from can, Italy. I can believe he did this one himself. Yeah. I will destroy. All, I will destroy the world unless you give me all the meatballs. I want all your pizza pie. I want the most delicious spaghetti dinner. So, one that so, my mama used to make. <laughs> Oh, my mama, she's so sad. We start hearing accordion music playing in the background. <laughs> she used to make it a thick salsa. What if he's like introducing his animal people and while like the camera's panning, it's just him now with an accordion playing a song? <laughs> he's in an Italian restaurant with the, with the red and white checkered what table What if clock? like this is a pre-recorded video, right? And it's like every scene is different. And one, he's a gondola boat like writer. And he's well, got that Venice. It's and Venice. He's, and he's still like... Jesus, <laughs> you might as well say in one, he's dressed up as mario yeah he's dressed up like chris pratt yes yeah <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah legendary video game character chris pratt from the mario brothers uh he's gonna be the the voice of a new generation uh -huh. like that's that's people Can't are gonna wait for know chris him. pratt to be in smash brothers yeah no he's gonna be for people under a certain age when they think of mario they're gonna think of chris pratt and nothing else you know what? The other day, I put on a movie while I was working out just to kind of distract me, and I put on the Sonic movie. That movie yeah. was really good. People said it was okay. Yeah, I had a good. I enjoyed it very much. Jim yeah. Carrey was great. I guess that explains why that uh, Sonic poster is still up at the bus stop around my house. <laughs> it's like, just so good. Still yeah. working. It's yeah, I liked it. It's an historical cool. monument now. Who that stars uh, bringing it full circle? That stars the the Cyclops guy, right? Yeah, it stars oh, the guy yeah. who played the Cyclops. In those Is that James movies. Marsden. James Marsden, I believe. Yeah, you he, know, he also I, played the guy uh, Superman cucked in Superman Returns. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
I, I, I believe so it was a, it was a, it was a couple of years before the Sonic movie actually came out and I saw like some official poster art that I guess was just like when they were pitching the movie. And if I remember correctly, and I haven't gone back and checked, I swear to God, the original poster that like whatever production company mocked up to sell this had Chris Pratt as the friend of, of Sonic in it. No shit. I sw- I'm, I, I'll try to look it up and find it. If I found it, uh, it's on the YouTube video right now. If not, it's just a, it's a big picture of a cat's butthole. But uh, one of those <laughs> no, two things is up right no now. No floor, goddamn uh, butthole. But uh, yeah, I, I want to say that yeah, they originally did because they probably assumed or maybe they were talking to Chris Pratt and he was going to be the guy, the human friend. And I'm guessing it fell through. I don't know. I I, I want to say I remember seeing that on a blog years ago. So I'm going to try and dig that up. But it's saying. pretty cool. Um. So yeah, Count Nefaria. He has these animal people, including a surprise ape. It's yeah, another. yeah, yeah, there's an ape so dude this who's is wearing now... Beats headphones. <laughs> this is now three consecutive books with apes in them from different companies and all intentional. None of these books we picked because they had apes in them. No, it's a wheel. It's just yeah. that we have a lot of ape-centric books on that wheel. Yeah. Uh, well, it's kind of hard to avoid. I, I've mentioned this before, but there's a period in the 60s where uh, DC had a mandate that there couldn't be more than, I think, one book a month with an ape on the cover because it was just something that every every writer and artist was going to because they knew it would sell man being a hack it was a lot easier back then i found the poster you Sick. found it let's see it there it is that's uh, it <laughs> that is it and i believe okay. and maybe some maybe i'm wrong but i believe that that was like real official you know like pre-production like pre-pre-pre-production uh artwork I loved when they like they like gave us a trailer and Sonic looked like a horrible little monster and they got and it ro- the internet community roasted it so hard they spent another two million dollars fixing yeah. it. I kind of wish they would have kept it because I wasn't going to see it either way. So it might as well be an abomination. No, the new one looked great. That was no. a good movie. You should check it out. Put it on no, while you're it, weightlifting or something. I I know it looks better, but I don't want it to. First of all, oh, you for, I mean you wanted a train wreck. I want it because I don't care about Sonic. Look, listen. People have tried for like 25 years to make Sonic other something other than just a cute video game. Like there's a yeah. fan community for Sonic that is trying to put like drama and pathos in Sonic and it doesn't fucking work. Yeah, it so, does. I just told you the movie was good. The movie, but the movie is not high drama. It's silly. Yeah, it's very silly. It's silly. But if you watch like these video games and stuff, they're taking it very seriously. Oh, like they're, right. they're, they're trying to make right. it dramatic and it's, it doesn't work. And so I have no real, I enjoyed the games, the early games when I was a kid, but like, I have no affinity for it. So yeah, if they're going to make it, make it a train wreck. Absolutely. And also my other reason for them, me not wanting them to change it was because it just, it gives fans way too much power. They're, they're the guys things. spending their money. <sighs> I mean, I gotta agree with Mike there. I, I do think that there's, sh- yeah, but, but when does that end? Like how many times <laughs> when capitalism fucking ends, that's when that's when it stops. Uh, yeah, how how did I know it would go this route? Jesus, uh, they're just trying to make money, dude. There's no artistic. I know, there's I there's know. no there's none of that. That, well, I mean, I, that. If you want that, go watch Japanese movies. They don't seem to give a fuck. Yeah, I do like a good Kurosawa. Yeah, bro. They made there's, other movies besides that, though. I'm just gonna go watch Kurosawa. a Serbian film again. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Kurosawa, the movie that was released like 15 years ago. Well, that's not a movie; it's a person. So I'm really not sure what you're what you're referring oh, to. Oh yeah, I'm thinking of uh, Yojimbo. I was thinking of the guy who made no, it. No, I'm talking about oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about a famed director. He made some stuff. He that that that's objectively true. Yes, can't deny that he, he made did some make stuff. some stuff. He's cool. He did. 
Of that's all the stuff movie, that though. got made, he made some of them. That's a good. That's such a good movie. They remade it twice. Yo, Jimbo. Yeah, and then they uh, based a rabbit character in the Ninja Turtles franchise around him. Oh yeah, did you guys see the Bruce Willis version of Yo Jimbo? No, it's called Last Man Standing. It was a mobster movie. Apparently, we can't make fun of Bruce Willis anymore. Why? He's dying because he's dying. He's not dying. He's got like memory issues. That's what happens when you get old. It's not <laughs> memory. It's uh language processing his brain is eating itself like he's he's, he's going no, to die he's all right soon. i mean whatever whatever he lived a good life yeah you got to be an asshole to fucking everybody <laughs> yeah but it. it's my dream yeah i had yeah. to create a whole i had to create an unpopular podcast to get that this is a guy who did a few good movies and then just decided he was going to do shit for the rest of his career shit on everybody even though he's he's really kind of the weak link and now that he's sick, we all have to just pretend he was a great guy the whole time. No, I don't. I no fuck him. I don't give anybody. I don't. I, what's you guys' favorite uh, Bruce Willis movie? I probably Pulp Fiction. I'm Pulp guess. Fiction. Jay. I don't know. Is it Twelve well, Monkeys? Oh, that's a good one. Monkeys. Ooh, that's a really good movie. Good uh, man. It's a tie between Twelve Monkeys and Death Becomes Her. Mm. Oh yeah, that's a good movie. That's a good movie. <sighs> man back when he made an effort he was decent when he made an effort dude that dude he was amazing in that movie that was probably his his best acting was death becomes her well i mentioned this before briefly but yeah for for the last few years what he was doing is like he's so adamant that he will only work for one day at a time that any movie that he's working on they have to shoot every part of his his scene all of his scenes in one day in one like 10 hour day or whatever and so that's why he says he's yeah that's well that's that's why he does all these low budget direct to DVD movies because like big budget movies are like, dude, we're not, we're not going to spend millions of dollars to have you come in for 10 hours. It's, it's, it's not worth our time, but for I these little B movies, it raises their profile. I think he was casted in a Woody Allen movie and he was fired the first day of shooting because he didn't know any of his lines. Oh, like, like hmm. Kramer? Kramer, well, Kramer was fired because he, uh, he shattered a glass and it, and it uh, cut up Woody, Woody Allen's face or something. That's pretty funny. I'm going to go with uh, Fifth Element. Oh, that's a good oh, one, yeah. too. He's yeah. just Bruce Willis in it, though. So? All right, fair. It's not, it's not Hudson like, Hawk? Tin Cup is a pretty enjoyable movie, but Kevin Costner is just Kevin Costner in it. Uh, yeah, Kevin Costner is always just Kevin Costner. Yeah, he's, he's and he's man. always a baseball player. I don't care what movie I'm watching. It's just <laughs> Kevin Costner is playing a baseball player playing this. Even, even, yeah, even when he's like... Uh, what was the one where the postman? He's still yeah. a baseball player. He's still a baseball player. Waterworld, post-apocalyptic baseball player. That's a pirate now. Yeah. It's it's in his contract that any role where he is not a baseball player, there has to be a scene where he sits in a chair and contemplates what his life would have been like had he gotten to be a baseball player. People used to think he was like a like an actor to take seriously. Remember? Yeah, he had a moment. Remember? He well, did he, Field of Dreams and yeah. he did Dances with Wolves. I'm sure. Well, he also directed and wrote, or just directed. I'm sure neither of those movies hold up. Well, but didn't he make Wyatt Earp just to spite uh, them making uh, Tombstone? Like somebody was making Tombstone and he got got kicked off of it or some shit like that. Or he he was supposed to be involved with it and he didn't. So he just threw together Wyatt Earp instead and released it at the same time. So what? Tombstone. uh, We we got Kurt Russell instead. Much better. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Uh, I'm all for making this long, but this is getting super long. It's Tombstone, the I'm your Huckleberry movie. Yes. Mm. Yes, it is. Val Kilmer before he turned into a pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> pumpkin man. R.I.P. Val Kilmer. Yeah. Still he's alive. not dead. No, nope, yeah, he's not dead. Well. He can't talk anymore. Maybe by the time dead. this 
Hopefully, yeah, him and Bruce Willis die killing each other. Yeah. Yes. Die Who well. You, but which of them do you want to die first, though? I got uh, it, Mike. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Callback. No, I'd, I'd have Kilmer take out Bruce Willis. Fuck yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, but he yeah, dies yeah. shortly after. Yeah, of Bruce course. Willis pulled out his uh, throat thing. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, Nefarious says uh, he tells uh, Professor Xavier and Beast that uh, he's got this, uh, he's, he's going to blow up the world and he can totally do it unless all the different nations of the world give him whatever amount they can afford. To I give love him. how reasonable he is. He's like, he uh, I want them to pay based off of uh, how much they can give. Yeah, I'm not evil. It's like we well, are blackmailing also, the world. <laughs> it's also pragmatic because it's like, dude, you can't ask, uh, you know, you can't ask Sweden for... 500 billion dollars like they don't have it like yeah, they what don't are they have gonna it. do he puts them on a payment plan yeah. uh so uh beast is like all right well let's put together a team and uh xavier says nah, well, nah, well the first he's like all right let's call the avengers and they're like yeah they're not picking up their phones he's like all yeah. right let's call the fantastic four they're not picking up their phone either do they not know that this is happening i mean they could probably got the same television broadcast also why would they not pick up their fucking phones well, they're if they're superheroes the is they're busy what about Alpha Flight? What are they? What are they doing? Huh? Uh, Canadian. We don't want them. They're we just don't, we don't, eating pancakes. Yeah. And yeah, we gotta. <laughs> they're they're calling and asking about Wolverine. Yeah, just... like, what what happened to him? What about Spider Man? Yeah, what's Spider Man? Who? What's Spider Man gonna do? What is Spider Man gonna do? Whip up the nuclear yeah. weapons. Accidentally slice up his foot and have to stop. How's he gonna How's break? he gonna get there? Yeah. <laughs> like, his the powers bus. are worth his powers are worthless outside of new york city well if i can if i can sell a few more pictures to jjj i might be able to save up enough cab fare to get over there by next week <laughs> yeah. he's a terrible yeah, person to call for this yeah, he's not helpful uh yeah. i think alpha flight they just throw some like low level threats at them just to make them feel better yeah yeah they're uh, not allowed to leave the country because of covid restrictions <laughs> So the so they say they say to uh, Xavier like well you're gonna have to put together a new team of X Men using Cerebro and Xavier uh, is like nah I can I can kill like 13 kids but like at 15 they start looking into you so he's I'm not basically like no I don't wanna and then wheels away this is before he had that floating wheelchair uh huh yeah that was pretty cool he's walking around though later oh yeah oh it's a it's a total work absolutely. Like they, they, and throughout the the history of X Men comics, he like regains his ability to walk and then loses it over and over and yeah. over again. It's a great plot point. He's pretending. One time, one one time, he thought he could walk, but really it was just uh, Magneto in mm -hmm. secret moving his legs around. That was yeah. that was that was in Morrison's run, and uh, the idea was, and it was a great idea, but there's a huge flaw in it. So the idea was uh, Magneto was believed dead, and he was disguised as Zorn, yeah. and Zorn was hanging oh, out. Yes, in the mansion, and and so Magneto disguised as Zorn was actually activating like the iron levels in uh, Professor Xavier's legs to make him think that he could walk. But the problem here is wouldn't wolverine smell all of this yeah yeah he would wouldn't he smell yeah wouldn't he when, or, what do you mean smell he'd he, smell he would, magneto he'd be he like that's magneto, magneto. Smell. or he would probably smell like the raised iron levels in professor xavier's blood he's smoking so much though yeah I, does he have a heightened sense of smell oh yeah he's, yeah, got, he he's got uh animal senses yeah he does also uh, so after it was revealed that Zorn was Magneto, the fans threw such a hissy fit because they came to like Zorn so much that after Morrison was gone, they had to create a new Zorn so the fans could have their way. This uh -huh. is what I'm talking about. This is why yeah. fan, fan entitlement is out of control. It's whatever. 
What if, like, what is Xavier just wake up one day and he can't feel his legs, but someone's moving him around? Like, how does, like, uh, Magneto know where he's going? Yeah. I don't, yeah I like, if he, he's, like, moving his legs like a marionette. He's monitoring <laughs> the whole time. He's standing behind fuck? him. So, yeah, does that mean that when he's not around, Charles can't walk? Yeah, uh, right. I mean, he just stuck around all the time. He was always there. <laughs> Can you write to Morrison and ask them these things? Why didn't yeah. he read Zorn's mind and realize it's his good buddy? Wouldn't he have like a psychic imprint of his friends? This was, this was during the time when he was pretending he wasn't reading people's minds. Dumb. Well, didn't Zorn have like a helmet or something? Isn't Zorn that why did he have didn't? a helmet. Oh, yeah, and a star did. for a brain. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. No, it was, it was I read Zorn a very a cool adorable character. comic explaining his history once. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was cool in uh, the Ultimate Universe. Yeah. So uh, Beast decides, all right, well, I guess I can just use this thing. And he straps yep, on Cerebro. Immediately scrambles his brains and he shits himself. <laughs> yes. yes. And then J- well, James comes by to clean it up. Yes. What really happened here? That wasn't, that wasn't quite what happened. Uh, so he decides to call the remaining mutants in the world. and he Somehow. Calls, how is he, he using the Cerebro without psychic powers? He says he's one of the best at this. He says he's second only five? to... <laughs> he has like, no psychic powers. I don't you know. You use it? You can just randomly just use it? Yeah, I guess so. So and it gives so, you psychic powers. Gives, so yeah, they invented a machine to give people psychic powers. Yeah, but he's keeping it for himself. And now that Xavier's sad, nobody gets it. <laughs> nobody nobody <laughs> can use it. Mine. And so the first person he calls is Scarlet Witch, who's on vacation with uh, the, the Not Vision. Not just vacation. Honeymoon. Honey, honeymoon. She just married honeymoon. the Vision, who at this point is a Speedo man who looks like the devil. She married. She did what every woman wishes she could do. Uh, marries their sentient vibrator. Yes. He. I don't recall this phase in uh, the Vision's evolution where he was a uh, just a completely red skinned dude wearing black trunks. But man, that's you are doing. not competing with that dude. Well, he's a synthoid. He's he's made to be perfect. I can't. He's, yeah, of course yeah, I can't compete right? with that. Right. You there know? you go. So uh, they call Scarlet Witch, and Vision's like, "Well, I'll come too." And Scarlet Witch says, "That's cute." And she's like, no, nah, you can't come with, even nah. though you're basically God. No, no, no. But he's not a mutant. Is yeah, that why you can't go? So, but yeah, but wouldn't business. his powers be invaluable in this mission? No. O- only mutants, bro. Because like they try to call the Avengers, right? Because mm-hmm. they're not busy. But yeah. there's two of them right there. And one <laughs> but, of them isn't coming for no reason. Well, because it's, you know, it, now it's officially an X-Men mission that has to be all mutants for legal purposes. <laughs> Or else they're going to get sued. Because <laughs> like, well, he could solve this crisis by himself. Right. You have to understand, this whole X-Men thing is a house of cards. There's a lot of legal problems with this. Like, the Vision is more powerful than all the X-Men. Maybe. I don't know. And then they call uh, Quicksilver and Crystal, the yep. inhuman Crystal. Uh, and Quicksilver's like, well, uh, I'm tired of living with you inhumans who don't accept me for being a natural-born mutant instead of a... Tra- uh, transmorphed uh, inhuman, so I'm gonna go deal with this thing. Yeah, like sorry, you're. I know you're a mutant too, but uh, same thing about Spider-Man. You just got your powers in a different way. And we're very racist lot, about it. I was about to ask. Yeah, it's really weird for for like the whole the whole idea. Xavier's like, yeah, we all have to live in peace, uh, but but not any uh, mutants who got their powers after they were born. All right? Well, how come they all don't just go live with the inhumans? I don't know. Well, the Inhumans, I think we've, we've saw this before. The Inhumans didn't seem to quite accept Quicksilver because, uh, maybe I'm making this up, but I, I seem to recall the Inhumans didn't quite accept Quicksilver because he was a mutant and not an Inhuman. Yeah, and uh, 
And they try to call Namor, but he's not picking up his psychic phone, so it just his goes sh- to his co- just goes <laughs> to his cousin because that's how that works. Namor has a shell, a little shell with a with a with a cord on the end of it. There's like a yeah. fucking is there? So I'm guessing the psychic phone call has a redirect to just yeah. <laughs> whoever's. It, it just goes through DNA to the next of kin. Goes to his uh, emergency contact list. Yeah. And so it calls uh, Namorita, who I, I've name. also never heard of before. Great name. And she seems fucking insufferable. Uh, <laughs> she speaks in pop culture catchphrases like everyone I meet nowadays. Uh-huh. Very ahead of her time. Uh-huh. You don't and, meet nobody. Don't be lying. Well, I've met a, a person or two over the past uh-huh. five years. Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> yeah, she's like uh, riding around on a giant turtle because she's a fucking boss. Right, right. Uh, well, I imagine the turtle's not particularly speedy, so no, it's, it's kind of just and it's enslaved cruising. by this woman. Well, why is she riding around underwater on the turtle? Like you can just because float. it's fucking sick. I guess. Uh, she says, "Oh yeah, I guess I'll, I guess I'll go." So okay, all right. So they won't let the vision and they won't mm-hmm. let the Inhumans come help because they're not the right kind of mutant. But she's not. But she's also a different kind of mutant, not their yeah. kind of way. But she's cool to come with. Well, underwater, it's flip flopped. So it's okay. Oh, okay. There's a lot of rules about this. Well, wasn't Namor called the first mutant? Yes. Yeah, but he's not a mutant because he has the X gene. He's a mutant because uh, his father fucked a sea lady. I've been there. Uh, so he's a mutant in that kind of a way. He's a flipper, baby. <laughs> so uh, Beast is like, yeah, I... Fuck, I guess. Sure, come along. He just gets an image of her in the bikini. He's like, fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> they wouldn't let the vision in because he didn't want it to be a sausage fest. <laughs> like, I, I need to narrow down the competition around here. Uh, here we see, like, Beast goes blind using this machine. <laughs> it's, it's fucking murdering him to be in Cerebro. Just like, take it off and, and do and it sometimes, again. Sometimes he's covered in fur and sometimes he's not. Like, here he's just a blue right. guy. He's just a blue guy. And we find out that what he did, uh, another cool thing that Cerebro can do is tap into the DNA of previous mutants. So he's using uh, night uh, Nightcrawler's powers to then teleport them all to where they need to go. Well, before he does that, like, uh, he... Yeah. Uh, despite being re- helping to be responsible for killing her father, they find yeah. Banshee's daughter... Mm-hmm. Who's hanging out with her creepy uncle who yeah. dresses like Dracula. And that's like Siren, you said. Yeah, that's Siren, but they don't call her that in the comic. And she's keeping that that plunging V-neck alive. Mm-hmm. It's the only clothes yeah. they have in the house. It's a family tradition. Just had to wear, yeah, Banshee's old costume. Yeah, it's, it's like they open the closet and that's all it is. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> is this like, these, like, flight suits? Yeah, it's just weird costumes. Yeah, it was funny, like, back, back in the day, like, uh... That was like a sci-fi thing, like wearing a suit that allows you to glide. But now, like, you can buy one yeah, and actually glide. use it. Yeah. I a saw, lot of daredevils I are killed using them. Yeah. Batman uses one for a moment in, his, uh, in the new movie. Oh, and he completely cool. fucking eats it. Well, d- d- spoilers. It's, it's a, it's a five-second sequence. It's very I haven't short. seen it yet. Well, it's been out for over a month. So I'm not going to no theater. I don't have to respect. I don't have to respect spoilers for people after a movie is a. I'm not spending no thirty dollars. I'm not spending no thirty dollars for no theater. Also, it's not a spoiler. It, it takes place like forty five minutes into the movie. I'm not, it's not doing a big that. deal. Uh, so then, uh, so uh, yeah, she's gonna go, and then we we find that uh, uh, what was his name Thunderbird? Thunderbird had yeah. a brother. Yes, and. Yep. Uh, He's uh he's very angry about the fact that his brother got killed. Yeah, yes. as he should. And what's this yeah. guy's name? Uh James Proudfoot. Yeah. Yep. Proud lineage of Jameses. Yeah. Yeah, he was a, a X-Force guy. 
a new mutant slash X-Force guy. Okay. And uh, so Beast shows up in the sky and has a yep. conversation with him. Yep. And uh, he says, well, I, I'd really like to kill this Professor Xavier. And Beast is like, well, yeah, I can hook you up with that after the He's fact, like, but... well, if you help me do this thing. I mean, he's been a real pill lately, so that would actually do me a favor because I want to go I, back to my, my job. I mean, to tell you the truth, this motherfucker can't even stand up. So He gave be... me a rubber fucking human suit because he said he couldn't, quote, stand the smell of me. <laughs> Uh, nobody's buying it, by the way. Nobody's fuck, buying it. Fuck this dude. <laughs> he humored me. He made me think it looked seamless. It's he fucking like, ridiculous. He like he like psychically like Beast like gets in contact with with James Proudfoot, and he says, "He goes, oh Beast, are you calling me to join the new X Men?" He goes, "No, I need you to help me kill Professor Xavier. I figured you got some beef with him. <laughs> we can we can work something out. We can work out a little deal." Right. Yeah. I don't know why Beast didn't just do this in two sessions. So I don't he know. Just, he insists on doing this all at once, and everything explodes. And Professor X says, "Man, I just cannot stop getting mutants killed." He's just like, "Man, I knew I shouldn't have hooked Cerebro up to all this dynamite." Why did I teach him how to use it? He doesn't even have psychic well, powers. Why would it explode? Is there like a <laughs> hydrogen tank next to it? Is there like propane? Just, this is a propane-powered psychic pro- machine. Yes. yes. Yeah. Nobody was wiping the tank down, so it got some grease in it. Like they're killed, right? Beast and Rain are dead, and then uh, uh, Mora Mora McTaggart is like, Professor Xavier, did you get more mutants killed? He goes, "Uh, no, they teleported away. <laughs> they, they're gone. They're the next, the next scene we is went all... to a special farm in upstate, <laughs> yeah, in Colorado for, for mutants. Uh, yeah, so apparently uh, Cerebro, when piloted by a non-psychic, can just teleport people to anywhere in the world they want. Sure, yeah, why not? They yeah, just great. borrowed night night uh, Nightcrawler's great. DNA and great. I'm sure people would love mutants if they you know released all this technology. And apparently, it would only uh, transport mutants. And Rain came too, which is how Rain finds out that she's a filthy mutie mutie freak yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yep. So uh, they're all here, and uh, we get to meet all of them. Uh, they are not trained as fighters. Nope. But yeah, well, uh, not? so Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. That's true. Uh, they know they know how to. They're former X Men, and yeah, but Namorita. the Beast knows what he's doing. Namorita was probably trained to fight by her cousin Namor. She knows what's up. There's a lot of trained folks here. Banshee's yeah. just flying around. Banshee's not. She was being trained anybody. by uh by Black Tom Cassidy in the previous yeah, scene. Fine, All right. and he's a he's known fighter guy. So uh, they arrive at uh, Count Nefaria's headquarters, which I don't know how they knew. Where to go, but all right, fine. This is weird about Scarlet Witch's power. So what she does is she finds a situation somewhere out in the multiverse Mm -hmm. that is close to what she's going through and whatever desired... Whatever whatever desired outcome that exists somewhere, she makes that her reality. Now, that seems like a massive ethical issue. Now, why didn't she just, like, make it so this particular situation just wasn't happening? I mean, maybe she can only reach very similar uh, universes. Maybe it has to be right in front of her face. Like, I'm going to move this guy, have this guy trip on something. I mean, you have to imagine that everybody, anyone who knows that this is going on has to just think, like, well, life is completely meaningless. Well, it is. It doesn't matter what I do. Well, you've right. got proof here that, like, it's yep. just whatever. It, like, I'm only mm-hmm. everything that I could possibly do is happening in another universe. So, why does it matter what I'm doing in this one? That's how I feel. Yeah. Like, I, I look at it more like, hey, nothing matters. So, like, chill. There are some upstanding mics in the alternate universes. 
You know, we're gonna get one of them for the podcast. Yeah, you're gonna pull it. You're gonna use Scarlet Witch powers to pull yeah, it. Well, I'm an upstanding Mike. I'm pretty good now. Are you one of the better ones? Yeah, he's yeah. One the, he's one of the good yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It was a lot of fun uh, back in the day. In the multiverse of Mike's, Doctor Strange in the multiverse of Mike's. <laughs> right, they're all just like playing games in their house. Yeah, and they're all just on the Xbox. Right? They're really up, they're really concerned about their their physique for no reason. Watching twenty year old Stone Cold Steve Austin matches. They're like, "Why are you getting in shape for?" I go, like, oh, "I just want to look good." Like for dating? Oh, I don't date. Yeah, yeah. Can't, can't be bothered. <laughs> what are you, what are you Clearly, doing? I'm very busy. I can't be going out. I can't be spending money on dates. That's like a hundred bucks. So on, uh, on nothing. <laughs> on a good time with a good person. Fuck that. Yeah, there's no good people. I'd rather have the $100. Nobody worth meeting. Just stay in and listen to this podcast. I think that was a Mr. Burns quote. I'd rather have the $100. I'd rather have the dollar. I'd be happier with the dollar. Yeah, yeah, I'd be happier with dollar. the dollar. It wasn't even $100. <laughs> it was a dollar. <laughs> that is me, though. Sometimes, like, even earlier today, I was like, man, you know what? I think I should treat myself and go out and get a slice of pizza. I go, no, I think I'd rather keep the $2. Alternate universe Mike wears a top hat. He's just, money's coming out of all of his pockets. <laughs> just enjoying it. Just throwing it at people. Right. I built the bigger table. One of my higher walls. If I ever had uh, just just fuck you weird money, one of the things I would love to do is walk into like a car dealership, just really nonchalant, and then when they come up, just like point at the nearest car, just go, yeah, I guess that one. It's really (laughs) nonchalant, and just like get into it and drive away and be in and out in like five minutes, like I'm buying a sandwich at. That happens. That happens with broke people. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people they took too much PPP money, and now the IRS is coming calling, and they got to sell their cars. That's called coke dealers. That's what they do, or yeah. Arabs. Yeah, but they have a sustainable business model. Stealing yeah, be born money into the, an oil royalty. <laughs> stealing money from the PPP program is not sustainable. That, that, that's dried up. That money's gone. Uh, a lot of people made that work. I know I Tom Brady did. As a self yes, as a self crazy person, Tom Brady got bailout money for yeah, COVID. A lot Tom of people Brady. did. Why the fuck would Tom Brady even like apply for that? What a cunt. It was I, I I had a little a good little bit of pocket change to keep the wheels spinning for a while. Yeah, but you're a lower middle class man. I am not lower middle class. Well, well I knew that. that I'll say I that, that on the I podcast. Said, that was a trap, dude. That was a trap. <laughs> I wanted to see how upset you'd get by saying that. Oh, you yeah, fucking v- snob. Very upset. Well, no, it's I've earned my place, and I'm oh, really fucking proud of it. <laughs> but honestly, what was surprising to me is that Mike's definition of lower middle class <laughs> is way off base. I did, no, I, no, I was just fucking with you. Lower middle class <laughs> is what, doing. like? 40,000? What is, what yeah, is I'm sure you class? know. I've lo- I know what the class tiers are. Yes. I keep everything in check. Yes. I That's don't. the joke that you know. Let's keep always, mind, I was born fucking bro. poor. I know. And that's what <laughs> you says that millionaires who don't share. I am not a millionaire. I'm just teasing, bro. But soon. <laughs> as soon as I can be done with this fucking show, <laughs> done with this fucking podcast, and move on with a valuable life. Uh, no, this is what's going to make us our money, bro. We're going to yeah, do one yeah. of those shows that has, uh, what's the thing where people give you money? What's that called? Patreon? Yeah, Patreon. We'll have oh. that. People will just, we'll just see that, like, just being filled with money. Oh, the fact that you're not sure what the what a Patreon is called is concerning. That's I'm going to you and Shay deal with all that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just deal with all that. I'm not interested. So then they fight an ape. That happens. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, there's an ape man wearing a singlet, <laughs> and the ape uh, is kind of racist. He call he attacks Proudstar, the Native American, and calls him Red Man. Yeah, he does. But he's a gorilla. Is he thinking of the Wu Tang member? I don't think that uh, he yeah. might just be a racist gorilla. Yeah, but mm. well, I mean, he's a gorilla though, so. I mean, me just doesn't like human well, beings. Well, he was well, we a person, out, wasn't they, he? Yeah, oh, he yeah, was, yeah. They used to just be wearing costumes, but now uh, Count Nefaria actually turned them into monsters. And this Somehow. was apparently a, apparently this was a bargaining chip that actually enticed them to work uh, with Count Nefaria more more devotely. Yeah, but then they're like, when we're done with this mission, you promise to turn us back. You like, promise <laughs> you're going to undo this. You promise, <laughs> Count Nefaria. What do you think he's listening to in his headphones there? Ah, uh, black flag. Yeah. yeah, it was a black flag. A black it's a flag fucking, yeah. it's a minor threat. Listening yeah. to some hard, he's <laughs> like, like slam fucking, dancing his way little, through the X Men. Some Fugazi, red medicine. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so uh, yeah, they get in a fight. Things progress as you would expect. You know, we get a moment to see everybody <laughs> yeah, kind of do their so. best. You can tell we've done a lot of these comics, and we're just like the action sequences. Like, well, how you, do you, describe, you all know what they are. You know what a, a Marvel like, Comics action sequence looks like. It's like when Bart Simpson is reading the Itchy and Scratchy movie adaptation, like the book. Like, who? Fu- like, no. Like, you don't want to listen to a podcast describing the action in a comic book. Uh, the best movie to uh, two movie to book adaptation mm-hmm. I ever read was the Austin Powers book. Really? Yeah, that is a hilarious book. Oh yeah. Is it dramatically different from the movie? Uh, no, it's just there's a lot of like narration to it that's like fucking really bizarre. I read the uh, the Spawn adaptation, and that that book was clearly written long before the movie was finished because there's whole <laughs> like sections of the book that are not in the like crucial parts of the story that are not in the movie. It's weird because yeah. they got to start writing that stuff like a long time in advance, and then everything changes in the in the script phase. Yeah, weird. but they're like no one's reading the novel anyway, so who cares? Yeah, I was. I was a nerd. Yeah, you and I were. Read a lot of books. Uh, and then there's a point where they mention that this whole thing is pointless because they say uh, <laughs> it's clear it's clear that Counterfeit is bluffing, and even Beast is like, "Oh yeah, absolutely, he can't blow up the world." Then none of this and, is true. Like while the X Men are all doing this, uh, Professor Xavier figures out how to turn off all the machines with his brain. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. Like, is that how his powers work? Yeah, his powers work however they need to. And I thought he book. wasn't. Te- I thought he wasn't telekinetic, and he could just read minds and then take over their minds. I mean, I guess maybe with Cerebro's help. I don't know, man. His weird okay. printer. Maybe? Cerebro blew up. Oh, it did. Well, he still had his. He still had his printer. <laughs> Whatever that did. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah. Anyway, they now they acknowledge the fact that there's no way he can blow up the world. He couldn't, and he won't. Uh, so what's the point of endangering all these people's lives? Now his, his this is just his fetish. Yeah, gotta it's keep a, uh, it, risking mutants' lives and feeling bad about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotta keep Norway from having to pony up a few bucks. I like how Beast just kept his slacks on from earlier. He kept his slacks on, which is really probably hurting his mobility. I mean, no, he's got those stretchy, dim, stretchy jeans. Them shit. You know good. what? I have a couple pair of stretchy jeans now, and man, man alive, I'm not going back. I know, right? I was, I was a, uh, I, I resisted it as well, and now that's all the jeans I buy. They're fantastic. They feel a little great. bit of that spandex in it, dude. That's the way to go. And you feel it hugging your calf, and you know that you've been really working it well. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. You you're look good. good yeah, you look good. You feel good. Fuck yeah. Uh, I might throw I'm some spanks in there too. Fuck, yeah. I will too. Yeah. Why not? Really. Get it high and tight. High and tight. Yep. All yep. the women's tricks. <laughs> Taking them all. I want them all. Uh, um, so, yeah, the fight progresses. And then, like, a uh, mosquito lady. I don't know who this lady is. She's I like know. a... 
Turns out, like, witch. all she needed to do was just, like, hypnotize everybody. She's yeah. really yep. good at it. This this fight went on for a while, and she's like, oh, yeah, my one power. I'll just hypnotize everybody, make them do what I want them to do. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Charles Xavier has uh, destroyed the uh, the bomb that wasn't ever going to get turned on anyway. I'm really un- I'm sure of what the idea was here. Right. But, and uh, uh, so, like, uh, he <laughs> he's just like, oh, like, Rain's still there. And turns out she's a wolf girl that they yeah. never explained earlier. And he, he's like, I'm going to have her turn into a wolf and kill a woman. Yeah. So he decides to start grooming Rain because he's going to jail anyway. So who cares? <laughs> so he just jumps into her head and like, hey, what's up? He's like, hey, turn into a wolf and kill a woman. <laughs> she's like, all right. And she does. Sure, she like, does. She's dead. Yeah. She turns into a wolf. She uh, just kills Mosquito Lady. And here uh, Beast is uh, enraged knowing that Professor Xavier has used a child to murder someone. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so he, he beats up the ape man. Yeah, and Beast, Which is really Beast, Beast punches play. the ape man and says to him, wrong kind of mutant. <laughs> See your mutant papers. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. So they kind of wrap things up. Meanwhile, Count Nefaria wants to get in his jet and fly away. Yeah, because he has a he like he knows how to fly a jet. Like that's sure. easy. Like you don't sure. need a ground crew or nothing. Well, he is a, he's yeah. a count, you know. It's, it's just he's got a monocle. Yeah. Something he used Instead to learn. Instead of being one of those weird ass rich people that races cars, he races jet planes. It's like he doesn't have a mat like a like a like a like a air like supply like you no, like the no fucking, fucking top gun like the yeah. fucking, it's the jet he's he's flying at a high speed how jet. hard could it be i saw one in 1984 you just sit behind her and you fucking grab controls it works out no fine. it's really difficult it's easy, it's easy. that's uh, so funny and so uh yeah what's it it's it's banshee lady and uh one of the others who go and they uh they, they blow up his ship uh, presumably murdering Count Nefaria in the process. Yeah, but Count Nefaria is dead. They they kill him. There's a lot yeah. of death. Well, X-Men don't seem to care as much about murder. They're pretty I much mean, okay they, they did bring in Wolverine. That's all he was known for. Remember, yeah, his job interview where he's just saying, you know, I kill a lot of people and I don't care who. He's like, I killed probably the most people out of everyone you've talked to for this interview so far. I was in the Civil War on both sides. <laughs> yeah. I just loved killing He's like, you know, I think I should hire you for the X-Men. You can lead him. I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) It did have a great theme song. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That show was sick. That was a pretty solid show. Oh, it's a great theme song. That's why why I probably didn't like the movies is because, like, I watched the show, and you're not competing with that. There's no morph. Yeah, right? You're you're not competing with it. There's no way. That show is so colorful and so all over the place. You're just not going to compete with that. It was pretty loony for a kid's show. Like, where it was pretty crazy. I loved it. Every episode was about how Wolverine's having a serious crisis of some kind. (laughs) You really think he'd be more zen by this point in his life. He had a lot of trauma. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently (laughs) therapy doesn't work if it's He's always being triggered. Yeah, something's constantly going wrong. It's <laughs> constantly looking at a picture of Jean Grey, just pissed off. He's like, oh no, I remember. <laughs> and then they'd have to go deal with him remembering shit. My life. <laughs> I just want to be alone. Uh, Chill, so I joined dude. A team. I just like my solitude, so I joined a team. What if he was more like a dog and he just had a really short memory? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just he just happy. He's so excited. He's excited. <laughs> Excited to be a part of something. So, uh, Proudstar, uh, he, he uh, grabs Banshee, keeps her from dying, and that kind of seals their bond. And, you know, but she's just like, hey, maybe try to remember my fucking name next time. 
Yeah, yeah, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't. I like that. At all. She he saves her life and she bitches at him for, for, well, for something. Well, they've been bitching this whole time. In fairness, uh, then uh, Professor X's head shows up and says, "Ah, I've, I've led you all to victory. Good job, me." <laughs> He's like, "It wasn't yes. Beast at all. It was me. <laughs> I was actually controlling Beast this whole time. Ha ha! I, was doing I wanted you to think that uh, you didn't need my help, but really, it was just a plan to get you here together and be the X Men." <laughs> Immediately, two of them are like, I don't want to be in the X-Men. In one panel, Professor X completely changes his tune and goes, you know what? How about another X-Men team? Uh, Excellent victory for me, (laughs) Professor Xavier, and my team, my X-Men. Yeah, so it's like, actually, most of us are in the Avengers. Yeah, yeah, you haven't spoken with any of us. And I'm a child. Now with the blood on your hands, Missy. No, you're going to have to be lying to Child Protective Services for a while now. Uh, So uh, he talks to all of them, and then uh, Proudstar is like, well, I was really angry at you for killing my brother, but I guess I'm going to forgive you and join the team. And Professor Xavier goes, yeah, I already knew that. I was reading your mind. He put that in his mind. Yes. He, He just... Like, again, I remember multiple times Professor Xavier always used to say, I will never look at someone's mind without their permission. And he does it like three times in this book. Well, this is an apologizes. alternate universe. Well, like, Xavier, like, he is, like, scanning their minds, right? Like, well, this is going to be my new X-Men because they're a bunch of winners, unlike that last group that, that died in their first mission, losers. Says, nice no, but these guys are winners, and he's scanning their minds, and he gets to to James uh, Proudfoot, and he's yeah. like, oh, doesn't like me there. Let's just tweak that and fix that real quick. And uh, oh, he likes me just fine. Thinks his brother died a hero. Yes. Yeah, it's very Some, useful. Something I've just realized. I am God. And he's like, oh, Beast, uh, you think you want to be in the Avengers still? He goes, no, I don't want to be in the Avengers still. He goes, yeah, you don't, of course. Beast hate the Avengers. And I goes, all right, Dr. Metagart, uh, stay <laughs> as my housekeeper. Okay. That's got to be, I mean, it has to be not satisfying after a while. She's just looking at that blank everybody. stare she has behind the Professor Xavier, totally under his control. <laughs> and after he finishes uh, getting all these guys to agree to join the X-Men, he just disappears and leaves them lost in Colorado. <laughs> and Beast <laughs> no, is like, oh, there. yeah, this shit. He's like, yeah, we got to hitch a ride. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Well, look I guess at the, we're look, look, at, look at Ray in the bottom panel. Like, look at yeah. her little outfit. She's like, yeah. yeah. She's having a... <laughs> So, I'm so, an X-Man. So, she's, uh, yeah. like, she's seven. <laughs> she's, so this ends with the Watcher going like, yeah, pretty good story, huh? And he's eating, and watching well, eat it. I, I like that the Watcher essentially just takes this opportunity to list the never-ending spinoffs from yeah. the X-Men. Yeah. He mentions there's always going to be an X-Men and an X-Factor and a new mutants and a Excalibur. And he's, and he's even fat. Maybe i tell you why they did this. They made him super fat so that we don't confuse his floating head with Professor Xavier's floating yes. head. 100%. Yeah, same head, yes. There's like a bunch of empty uh, pudding cans all, all around him. You just, so, I just need a little snack. <laughs> My blood sugar was low. And then we see, yeah, the new X-Men, the new shitty lineup of uh, Namorita, uh, uh-huh. Lady Banshee, uh, new proud star Thunderbird, uh, Beast, and uh, Lady Rain, little girl yeah. Rain. A little and tiny, it, tiny, tiny child Rain. She is two and a half feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> she is. Um, she looks like a dwarf. Yeah. yeah. So that's the end that, of the main story. Is that story. right? Yeah. Can, I say, can I say dwarf or is that bad? I think bad? you're supposed to say little person now. It but, changes but, really quickly. But there's also, I think, different, like a dwarf is, there's actually a difference between it. I think there's a difference between a dwarf and a little person. Like it has to do with 
the different ways that this their is a limbs grow. great time to Google as opposed yeah, sure. to Googling uh, for uh, was dif- Stanley in the military. Difference, difference, difference. Just look up what do you call midgets? Just look that dwar- up. No, I'm not putting that in my search history and little person because I think it has to do with like the, the limbs. Terms person of short stature, little person, and dwarf are commonly used in the United States to refer to a person with a medical condition called dwarfism. Oh, maybe right. you can't say dwarf. There we go. Oh, the preferred uh, terms. Here we go. That's what we want. It depends on yeah. It's uh, well, where where are we? Looking? No, no, no. The first uh, uh, up yeah. on top, there's a link, and it, it, it just put the rest. Of, we just need to see what Washington, the rest of the quote is. Washington.edu says many people. Um, there we go. Yes, yeah. Many people who experience dwarfism prefer the term little person. There we go. Based on your community, but there I we do go. believe I do person. believe that like like Danny DeVito is different from somebody who is very short stubby arms and legs maybe all i know I, I is that know. we looked it up real quick and the first site said little person that's what we're going to use i feel like this was very scholarly this was a very well, academic danny devito has a specific thing doesn't he nope I he's just so. short it's called being awesome it's called yeah. being a, <laughs> it's called being being a hysterical. yes <laughs> it's called carrying it's called the ability to carry a shitty tim burton movie danny uh, i have to tell you uh you are afflicted with being fucking based as shit. <laughs> yeah. What am I yeah. going to do, Doc? Someone get him an oversized cigar. Oh, it's horrible. And Wolverine, it's terrible. Li- and Wolverine waddles over to him because he's super short, yeah. too. I got one. And then Danny DeVito looks at him and goes, you fucking stink. Danny DeVito is four foot ten inches due to having Fairbanks disease. Oh, what did Rio Perlman have? What do you say did? She's still alive. I know, but she may have gotten over it. I prefer to call it fair-based disease. <laughs> All right. Um, are, you, are you looking up Rhea, Rhea Perlman or are we just letting that one go? Uh, I'm kind of curious if she had anything. I think she was just short and petite. I think, she, yeah, I'm not seeing anything about her other than well, that if you know, I remember, she's short. Yeah. If I remember correctly, I think that under 411 is a little person for a man, but under 410 is a little person for a woman. So she may not technically be a little person. Maybe that's she's why she's five do- foot even. Maybe that's why oh. she divorced Danny DeVito because she found out he wasn't a real, sh- like the kind of short person she was. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, the yeah, X Men. Yeah. Yeah, they have a lot of biases, but yeah, They're like I didn't know you had a condition. Yeah, she's just condition short. Well, in a fun, in a fun twist, their daughter is four eleven. Four ten, four eleven, five foot. That makes she sense. That makes sense. So that's the end of the main story. And then we got a couple of really quick, uh, silly backups. Um, yeah, uh, you this... got uh, a black bolt. The Inhumans farts really loudly in his sleep. Yes. Yeah, it's what if black bolt? That's not what happened. They actually give credits for these, even though it's only three panels. It's written by John Lewandowski, uh, art by Vince Milkerick and Chris Ivey. And it's just three panels of uh, what if Black Bolt uh, tossed and turned in his sleep and he, and he did some mumbling and he destroys their entire town. And, and the, it ends with a terrible joke. It also ends with the dog showing us his goods yeah. for Love. no reason. Well, yeah, because it's dirty and needs somebody to come lick it like, up. He's just pointed at us. I think the artist <laughs> did that on purpose. Just What's like they Black Bolt's were... dog again? Uh, it's lockjaw. Uh, lockjaw. Thank you. And you were gonna you were gonna name a a dog uh, Woofle Woofle after the way that he gets around and the sounds he makes. He Woofle Woofle. Woofle Woofle. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, lockjaw is uh, he's the best. Yeah. He's, and he's his, the, and there and there's his there's his butthole and balls right. Yep, right his there. dirty old butthole. You can't see his butthole. He's well, you can, you will in the uh, the YouTube when yeah, I uh, YouTube find video. a photo of uh, dogs butthole and balls and I like yep. shop it in. God damn yep. it. Yep. YouTube is fine oh with that. Oh, my God. One last little thing. What if the thing's body kept mutating uh, by Gary Fields and Joe Sinat? And this is uh, nothing. This is yep. a 
He just I uh, don't. Turn, it's just all the different kinds of uh, ways they've drawn him over the years. Yeah, and then a couple of speculative ones where he's just like a pure mountain. Yeah, and uh, I guess that's supposed to be funny. Yeah, yeah, it's super funny. Yeah, it's really good. They're just drawn, bro. Yeah, I just had a couple pages to fill. Yep. Uh, and uh, that's it. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what do we think of this? I I liked it. It was yeah. fine. I got a lot of good bits out of it, and I didn't hate reading it. I like X-Men. I don't care. I mean, if this was, it's a lot of the new characters, uh, I didn't like, they're just like the sons and brothers and nieces of other characters. And I never find that very interesting. Well, most characters but, are usually, ha- usually yeah. have those familiar relations. Yeah, but uh, it's, some it's nepotism. Don't. Yeah. Uh, Fucking yeah, nepotism in the mutant community. I know. Yeah. They're she, letting in Namorito. She ain't even a real mutant. That's what they're saying. They're in yeah. the water cooler. They're all pissed. She drew on her eyebrows. <laughs> uh, Shay, what'd you think of this? That's a lot of comic in one comic. It is comic. a lot of comic. I think this will, this will be our long. Yeah, this is our longest episode. Oh yeah, by uh, far, by like a half an hour. This is why I deliberately didn't have any like bits or anything in in this episode because like there's there's no fucking time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it was all right. Uh, I do applaud how much they got into this book, but uh, if it were spread out, maybe. But it's a little too compressed, and the new characters don't interest me. I'll say uh, three out of five. Professor Xavier's bribing his way out of a federal investigation. <laughs> Uh, where'd his money come from? Probably just controlling people's yeah, minds, just telling and people to give him money. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Well, that's he what came I would do for money, didn't he? Yeah, well, that's how I he could, kept it. I could believe a, a, a professor Charles Xavier who got like five master's degrees probably uh, has a little money behind him. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, all right, no money, no money in STEM. <laughs> Unless it's stem cells, like you're getting from those sweet placentas. Yeah, a lot of yeah. money in that. Yep, get them out of Wolverine's um, cum. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Want to talk about what we're doing next time? Uh, yeah, sure. Do, do we have Do we have any plans? Or are we just gonna go to the? No, I think we're just going to the wheel again. What do we have on the request wheel? We have a lot of those. I don't think a ton, but like we can do a re- request wheel. Let's we can we just alternate until we run out of them. We have a lot. Yeah, it's just a few. We've got eight things on the request wheel. We could spin that. Yeah, Is that what we want to do? do? Whatever you guys want to do. What do you guys want to do? Shay, what do you want? Don't care. Okay, let's go with the regular wheel, and then we'll do a request next time. Yeah, fuck those people. I'm just, I'm just looking at my choices, and I'm like, I don't want to read any of those. Oh, is. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Well, we've got 34 fantastic entries, each one more fantastic than the yeah, last. Yeah, I want the ones I picked. Yeah, and uh, well, some of these are ones I picked. There's a few on there that I my I'm, I always get really worried because there's a handful of ones that I said, like, ah, I'll, I'll pick a specific issue of that particular comic, and I've never done it. And so every time we spin the wheel, I pray it doesn't land on one of those because I have not picked well, them. You, you may have picked some of these, but I'm going to stand and say I did. Oh, okay. That's that's cool. Yeah, this is a this is a, this is a uh, Mike production. Yep, I am. Mike proudly presents. Yep. I am also uh, Shane James. Let's uh, listen to some turning music while we while we spin this. Let's see what we got this episode. Sweet. Wheels are turning by Ario Speedway. Yeah, there you go. That's our always first, a jam. Our first uh, re- wheel song request. Which is good, oh I'm, yeah, right. I'm running out of options. And Speedwagon has wheels. Oh, yeah, they are a uh, wheel-centric band. Oh, uh, Nicole Miller requested this. Thank you, Nicole. Yeah, thanks. Makes my job a little bit easier. Desperately trying to find more songs about fucking wheels. I like me remembering shit, and I appreciate that. I appreciate it as well. Oh, Thirty-four inputs. It's 34 options. We've got uh, Whisper. That's been on there for a while. We've got uh, Mystery in Space. 
Uh, Star Wars? What's that about? I have no idea. All right, well, let's see what we got. Yeah. PMNT. Come on, more tech world. Oh, boy. Oh, oh hey. All yes. right. Yeah. Is that the one? Thing? I've been curious. You just said. The thing I said, Star Wars issue two. They're going to think we planned it. They're that was absolutely not us. planned. Because we just brought it up. We're like, what's that about? I don't know. We'll never land it, though. It, oh, we did. It's one of its, No, it. I swear to God, it was not planned. This is Star Wars. You can't say that word without sounding like an asshole. Our, no, our listeners probably think we're so full of shit. Oh, Are it's a like, request, it looks like. Was it? Uh, uh, no, oh. it just says, no, no, it's not a request. No. Oh, yeah, no, no. It's uh, There was a Twitter page I used to follow, or maybe I still do, called Heroes Punching 2099, and sure. they just had it on there. They just had okay. it on their thing, and I just stole oh. it. Let's see what this looks like. It just thought it looked St- cool. The Story Wars. So, yeah, Heroes Punching 2099, if you still listen. That's I'm another stealing, Marvel comic. I'm stealing your posts. Yeah, and taking credit for it, just like mm-hmm. all this other stuff. No, I put their name. I made sure to put down the name so this- I could say it later. Yeah, Mike proudly presents a uh, Heroes Punching 2099 production. Yeah. Uh, this is number two in a four issue limited series. Uh, it's a portmanteau of Star and Warriors, Star Warriors. And this guy in, the t- in this robot in the corner box has what looks like guns for nipples, like little purple nipple guns. There we go. Look at that. He put some ice cubes titty on guns. that shit. <laughs> little titty guns. Yeah. We'll have to put that one up on the YouTube. He's like page icing them like every like few minutes to keep them pointy. <laughs> oh, he's on, the, he's on the cover too, doing the same thing. Same yeah. guy. I'm yeah. looking at the same corner box. Guns. What if Same he like? Do you think he like sucks on him? He like no. them up and just sucks he doesn't on have him. a mouth yeah. or a tongue. Yeah, he can't oh, reach yeah. them. They don't what bend a, up. What a terrible existence. Yeah, yeah. Well, he we don't know what sucking on his own pointy titties. He may not have feelings. We don't know. In here, uh, he's caught in a spider web and he's gonna shoot a gun at a giant spider that presumably wants to eat him. I'd imagine he's pretty impervious to anything the spiders can dish out. Yeah, to him. really. Fuck the spider. A spider, like, let him try. Yeah, the spider has like a bat face. Yeah, and a little pig nose. Little, little big nose. Yeah. Little, little, man, little big nose. Bats do have adorable faces. They do. They're well, they're, they're cute. cute. They're, they're little, little cute guys. Little cuties. I like them. They like but this. They have the same emotional spectrum as you. Uh, well, I've I have a very limited. Oh wait, no, not you, James. Yeah. I forgot. No, not me. Forgot. Not me. Not me. I, I have I have three emotions, and two of them are pretty much the same. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's what is it? Uh, no, I, I was going to say I, I'm dying to know what the three are now. Uh, James's James's are mostly like uh, disgust and jealousy. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, th- those two kind of merge together, and then there's a uh, childlike whimsy. Oh yeah. yeah, it's a whimsy. Yeah, it's yeah. a whimsy. Yeah. I, I just veer uh, frantically between the three of them, and I'm angry when people don't understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm All glad right. that Shay and I are normal. Yeah, yeah you guys are. You guys are super normal. Well, nope. Shay's a woman. Her, emo- her her emotions are her own separate quandary. No, no, Shay's on a lot of meds to make sure that her emotions <laughs> go even uh, keel. I think yeah, I'm the best. Try that. that just means I'm the best one. Give me some emotions. Uh, all right. I think I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, we're gonna do some Starioriors. Star Star Starioriors. Eo. <laughs> how uh, we should probably like. How are we supposed to say this? Star Starioriors. 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 
Starry, yeah, Starry Wars. To see Warriors and then just put Star in front of it. Star Wars. Star Warriors. Star Warriors. Nailed it. It's it's just, it's a bad combination. It just doesn't work well. Maybe it was made in another language and this is how it's translated. Uh, like this is like a, a comic. This is like a French. Com- this is like a French w- a comic, or f- there's like an actual French word for cool. this, and it just doesn't translate. No, no, I think you're giving it a lot of credit. Well, we're gonna find out next time, though. Yeah, we're deep dive in stories. There's a lot of R's in that word. Yep, too many. Uh, space we'll guys. cut some out. We'll cut some out for the. Yeah, episode. yeah. We'll cut out some R's. Yeah, they're yeah, just, they're we'll just the space out, guys. Space we'll take robots. out all the. How about this? Let's just get rid of all the R's. Yes, Stayos. Staros? No, Stayos. No, there's no Stas- R's, bro. Oh, that's right. It's just Stayos. Stayos. They're, they're all Greek now. Stayos <laughs> was my favorite uh, breakfast cereal growing up. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I think that's it. We yep, should get it. out of here. I'm a little yep. sweaty. I definitely want yep. to deal with that. Yep. Uh, anybody got any last comments before we get out of here? Uh, requests will only be accepted if the comic is 20 years old. <laughs> that's a good point. Shay? You want to guess what you did again? You forgot uh, closing plugs. I am so bad at this. All right, Shay, you want you yeah you want to you want to plug some stuff for us? Yeah. (laughs) Plug the hole in my ability to host this podcast. (laughs) Playing Dark Side Scouch on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any other podcast app you use to listen uh, and listen to us talk about all kinds of mutants, not just specific ones. Thank you, Shay. And visit us at darksidescouch.com and follow us at Darkside's Couch on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and uh, use us to entertain your children until they disappear or need to be disappeared. They are absorbed from a stranger. <laughs> That's it for now. Ta-ta for now, Christian Crusaders. We'll talk to you next time on The Couch. What do you want here? I came to see you, Professor Charles Xavier. I'm mutating. Into what? I I don't know. I'm sorry, Spider-Man. We only accept real mutants. Now get the fuck out of here. He ain't even a real mutant. Lee Walt, I see one. Talk about luck. I knew if we watched Xavier's property long enough, we'd find a mutant. He's the world's top mutie lover. But is Spider-Man a mutant? Who cares? There's Henry McCoy. Now we're talking mutants.